1: For a prayer. Well,
2: hello there, and
1: welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names and the artwork, and finally deciding on the movie you were going to take home with you. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your couch. But there was something truly special about racing there because you made a $500 bet to see who gets there the fastest, (laughs) picking a movie out by hand, and taking it home with you. Yeah. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from the magical era of our childhood to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte. And joining me as always, two guys that look and sound more Egyptian than the actors they chose for today's movie, Sean Pryor and A.J. Vince. How the heck are you?
3: I've been working on uh, tan and just being out in the sun more. Uh, So thank God the sun just came out because uh, seasonal depression is a real thing, guys. And I've been needing this sun. I wish I was in Egypt. It'll it'll get to you. (laughs) I did a report on King Tut when I was a kid.
2: And that's the episode, guys. (laughs) We're going to see you next uh, (laughs)
1: time. That's all you need to know about the mummy. Uh, We're so glad you're here. You're at the beginning of an episode where we take a classic movie that you love from childhood and give you every single bit of information you could ever need about the movie while dissecting it scene by scene. So stay tuned for all the fun. Before we get into the movie, please don't forget to leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice, which includes Spotify now. Also check us out on Patreon. Tons of amazing perks, including voting on upcoming episodes Mm -hmm. and weekly bonus audio. This movie was chosen directly by our Patreon members our top tier
2: they we gave them a poll they picked it so this is their fault we would never be doing this if it wasn't for them
1: ever if you don't agree with this choice you got to sign up and you got to vote wait till you see the vote that's going on right now (laughs) oh no (laughs) patreon.com slash confused breakfast uh we're also up and running on youtube we got merch we got social medias check out everything individually or go to Mm confusedbreakfast.com or perhaps the episode notes of the show you can but do before that. we go, we always talk voicemails. We got a voicemail. Okay. You can call us at 319 804 9596. Here is today's thoughts.
0: Hey, guys. Just wanted to say these last two weeks, you guys really uh, helped me get through a lot of uh,
3: depression. I went, was came down with COVID, so I had to get isolated, and I was alone in my room and listening to your podcast and watching the movies that. Uh, made me nostalgic, really helped me through. I just want to say thanks. And I was thinking of a movie that you guys could do uh, would be Tales from the Crypt Demon Night. Mm-hmm. I know you guys, not all of you love horror movies. Oh, yeah. That would be a good one. No, we, we all thanks. love horror movies. Again, really appreciate it.
2: Thank you, man. Hey,
3: thank you, man. What a hell of a
2: suggestion. Uh, it is a fun... You guys will love it. It's a fun fucking movie. Oh. It's not just Tales from the Crypt. It's also Demon Knight.
3: It's Demon Knight. Demon Knight. Yeah, there's Tales that's, from the Crypt,
2: yeah. like Bordello of Blood, I think, and that you yeah. don't... I mean, that's I mean, it's okay, but Demon Knight's where it's... at. Actually, that's that's got Billy Zane in it, our, uh,
3: our no, great value. Great. I'm sure that sounds all right up my alley. <laughs> Gee, thanks. (laughs) But I'm so glad that you are uh, doing better. Yeah, man. uh, And uh, thanks for listening and and joining in with us, Yeah, thanks so much for the call. That's awesome. Hell yeah, boys. Well, it is time
1: to introduce today's movie. On this episode, we discuss a remake of an old movie franchise, which then spawned a brand new franchise, including two sequels, a prequel series, a theme park, and much more. Described as Raiders of the Lost Ark meets Terminator, Mm -hmm. many of us aren't sure whether it's a horror movie or a comedy. Regardless, this movie is a good time and beloved by many. We are, of course, talking about 1999's The Mummy.
2: Under wraps.
1: And unlike last week, I actually did my job, and I wrote down where you can find The Mummy. Okay. You can go to HBO Max, which has seriously been the savior of this podcast.
3: I think so. For
1: weeks. Every movie we've done has been on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. Just get it. Just, get get just go out and get it. Yep. Just go get it. You can watch The only for free there. Otherwise, probably buy it on
3: Amazon. Do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Sign up for another freaking subscription that you have to do through Amazon to do Paramount, to do HBO. No. So that you'll never be able to cancel it. Yeah, you'll exactly.
2: get movie or Tubi or whatever. Gooby out or, there. or Gooby. some stupid
1: thing called Shudder that only plays scary God, movies.
3: God, it's amazing. It's the <laughs> worst thing I've ever heard. I bet Demonite is on there. Yeah. <laughs> You can it, go, go watch more Crunchyroll, Sean. Well,
1: okay, listen. Before we dive in, though, I know you're anxious to hear about the mummy. I got a sad story to tell you. No, man. Oh. Yeah, uh, I went three days without Cedar Ridge. <gasps> oh, can oh my you God. believe it? Oh I, so, uh, my so God. So, so I was just in California. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I was just in California. My band played a private show out there, and first of all, American Airlines. Does not serve alcohol. They still haven't. Go to hell. Since COVID started, they're like, they refuse to sell alcohol on their plane. Oh, my God. So I'm sitting next to a guy that pulls out some little mini bottles. He's like, (laughs) he had some shooters. Yeah, but he had, like, Jack Daniels, and I was like, fine, fine, (laughs) fine. I need something to get me through. <laughs> it is like the little itty bitty planes to where I felt like, like I'm oh, not yeah. like producer Jeremy, like seven foot tall, but yeah. I still feel like,
2: eh, in And wearing a mask, you're like breathing in, here, yeah, just just CO2, and yeah. is, you can't... And, and, and the it. same
1: guy that gave me Jack was just dropping fart bombs. But anyway, <laughs> oh, then, then we get to California and we're... can't you say F-bomb. bomb on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can now, it's totally fine. Oh, okay. Just keep your mask on. Okay. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, No, so then I get to this swanky hotel that has the dopest little cocktail bar. Are in it ever because LA LA that and is. and shit of course they have every whiskey known to man and no Cedar Ridge and I'm sitting there just thinking about how <sighs> perfect it will be when Cedar Ridge finally like when all of our listeners are the reason why Cedar Ridge is in all these cool places because exactly. we know it's spreading we know you guys are buying bottles and if you've been listening to us all along you've been listening to us talk Cedar Ridge you still haven't got it you mm-hmm. gotta you just gotta get online order it if you can't find it locally CedarRidgeWhiskey.com I mean come on. You can get their flagship bourbon. The quintessential single malt is what I was really hoping for when I was out there. It just yeah. felt kind of L.A., you know? Yeah. Uh, shit, the Slipknot. Uh, all their all their stuff with Slipknot, the collaborations. We just love it, and we hope you will try it, too. They've been a sponsor of us for a long time, so please keep sharing the word Cedar Ridge whiskey. Get a bottle. You won't be disappointed. Hell, yeah. Let's get do the, this. Send us a shot, by the way. Send us a, send shot, a shot of you taking a shot. Yeah. 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 All right, so you know how we do this. In order to properly dissect and review this movie with a modern eye, we must first discuss it with pure nostalgia. So, AJ, we're going to start with you. You kind of uh, presented these picks to the Patreon, hoping they would pick this one. Tell go. us about the first time you saw it and what your memories were. Posture
3: up, bro. tell you something,
1: okay?
3: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, I was I. This was like right at the age where I was too young to go see these PG thirteen movies in in theaters and stuff. I couldn't go with like my brother, and my parents weren't going to take me. They had better things to do than watch a movie like this, right? <laughs> uh, and so, but my brother, my brother Bob was always he would go and see these movies and then he would he would literally like almost read them back to me. He would he would tell me about them and the lines and the little little quips and the the uh things that the characters do and
2: makes it even more scary. Yeah,
3: and yeah. he just kind of building it up for me and stuff until I finally got to see it uh that it came out on um like in that we could go rent it. And we finally went and rented it, and it was me and my brother Bob watching this. It's one of the few movies that I'm like, oh, this is this just creeps me out. But I could not stop watching yep. it. Yeah. And so I was really, really enthralled with this movie. Um, that being said, it was pretty darn spooky. But if I was going to give this the nostalgic rating that I do believe it deserves – I think it is a seven point nine (laughs) nine 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 nine. Wow, seven point nine 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 nine
2: nine nine nine. Okay, I (laughs) got it. Sean, what about you? I remember like the commercials for this movie coming out uh, as a kid, and I remember seeing like the when you when they put movie times in the newspapers. And you could yeah. like call yeah. and like get show times and stuff like that. I remember seeing uh, the ad for this and the poster is just extremely scary—the mm. sand mummy thing on the on the cover—and uh, I was just like, I I think I need to see that, but I was like also <laughs> kind of scared of it. Yeah. Um. So I I my dad called up the movie theater, he was like, what time's it playing? We're gonna go. I gotta take this son of a bitch. Get him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like I said,
2: you got better things to do, got but to distract him somehow. <laughs> so I think he took my brother and I to the to the theater, and I saw it in the theater. And uh, I honestly don't remember the experience at all, Jeez. but like I know I saw it there. Um, but I mostly remember it like on DVD. Like, this is one of the mo- the movies that like I think one of the first ones that like um, put the making of on the DVDs, like very extensive, yeah. And so I got really into that. And, um, yeah, I, I had such a good time with it. I would have to say back then as a kid, I'm just like, yeah, that was fun. I like I like It's it. Is six. Six. Yeah. Sixer for
1: Sean. I six. I was very fascinated with Egyptian culture. Mm. Like, I think I did a report on, like, King Tut or something <laughs> like that, like we just said. And it's a very fascinating thing, but it's also a spooky thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, like, I think I remember watching the intro of this movie and being like, I'm out. I don't really want to see people get buried alive and, like, this is really – I don't like this. Butchered all these that was This really- is not – yeah, I'm not a big fan of this. So I think I, – I don't know if I actually fully ever watched this through. Like, I think I saw definitely the intro. I know I saw the intro. And then the rest was, like, bits and pieces of memories just going, mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was one of those movies, and then they kept making more sequels. I'm like, fuck that! I can't, I can't get into this shit. <laughs> now, so, I'm definitely not watching it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, from everyone's I, talking about it, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. No, that is essentially what I was <laughs> yeah. doing. Uh, so, I, I mean, from what I remember, and from just like going, eh, I don't like it. I'm probably nostalgic rating was like a three. Wow. Dang. Okay. Yeah. But and so yeah. it's first time we got to introduce this segment. So, uh, we added a new tier to our Patreon. It's yes. called the Executive yeah. Producer tier. There's only three spots. Currently, two are taken. Yeah. This is our our first one. They basically get to join us one episode a month and add their nostalgic rating and their uh, modern day rating. So our first executive producer tier, we're, we're going to add it into our ratings. It's Josh Miller, a.k.a. Douglas Bubble Trousers, is oh. what he told us.
3: <laughs> Doug Bub Trousers. This
1: is his nostalgic rating. He said, I was particularly psyched for this one. Brendan Fraser. Nice. I hope you guys talk a little bit about how his last name is always mispronounced. <laughs> I can't remember if he did it in Encino Man. This was his first major blockbuster film. He had done so many films I liked up to this point, and just coming off his best role in Blast from the Past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love this era in movies because CGI was just getting better and better, and the trailer gave us some amazing clips of things that didn't seem possible at the time. Growing up as a kid and even through adulthood, I've always been fascinated with ancient Egypt, so I was excited from late January all the way up to its May release. Saw it on opening day at the theaters and just loved every minute of it. It had everything a 22-year-old guy wanted. Gunfights, mummies, gunfights, fights mummies, hot, <laughs> hot librarian love interest, dry yeah. humor and LOL moments. Did I mention mummies? Yep. <laughs> Clearly the CGI was great. The story kept you interested. I'm pretty easy going when it comes to movies. I like to find small mistakes, miss points, inaccuracies, but this rarely affected my thoughts for a movie. I take movies for what they are. A couple hours of relaxation and entertainment. Each movie doesn't need to be better than the last. Yeah. It started off the summer 99 movie season with a bang. Hell my yeah. nostalgic score is 7.3. Nice. Well so well Josh done. gets to be added into our rankings. That is a 6.07 for a nostalgic rating. All that right. takes us to just above Christmas Vacation, just below Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay. Yeah. Nothing, I mean, nostalgic. You know, we get there. Yeah, man. The most important ones. what we
3: think about this at the end. That's a pro score there, Senor Bubble Pal. Yeah. (laughs) Douglas
1: Bubble Trousers. (laughs) Bubble
3: (laughs) bubble Pants. So we'll see what he thinks
1: about it for the the ranking at the end here. But next, we like to lock down all the pertinent, important details of the movie. Sean, you better
2: have your Felix Grey glasses on. Let's get this thing going. All right, here we go. This is produced by James Jackson, Sean Daniels. Screen story by Stephen Sommers, Lloyd... Vale and Kevin Jari Screenplay by Steven Sommers. Cinematography by Adrian Biddle He's also a Cinematographer for V for Vendetta Uh, Aliens The sequel to Alien Uh, And Thelma and Louise Uh, Music by the Motherfucking Maestro himself Jerry Goldsmith Directed by Stephen Sommers. Cast, Brendan Fraser. Fraser, I think. Fraser. Right? I, and I'm not even sure I'm saying it right, but it is spelled sorry. F-R-A-S-E-R. Sorry, I've Brendan. been doing
3: it this way for 32 years, man. I can't <laughs> I can't change it now. I'm so sorry. Fraser. Get out us, bubble pants.
2: Uh, Rachel Weiss, John Hanna, Arnold Vosloo, Kevin J. O'Connor, uh, Jonathan Hyde, Oded Fair, and Eric Avery. In the late 80s, James Jackson and Sean Daniels wanted to update the story of the mummy from the original 1932 film with Boris Karloff. Universal gave them the go ahead only if they kept a budget under $10 million. To- George A. Romero of Night of the Living Dead, De- De- Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, amazing filmmaker.
3: I like
1: how Sean
2: always looks at AJ when he names off
1: scary movies. He's
3: like, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> Every you time. Know you can you can see me <laughs> flinching if you look like. Uh, uh, oh, there's <laughs> a Day see.
1: of the Dead too.
2: RIP in peace. Um, (laughs) uh, he gave a treatment for the script having the mummy be a a more unstoppable killing machine like Terminator Romero drifted away from the project uh, a little bit after that. Next, the producers turned to Clive Barker to direct with Mick Garris, who uh, wrote um, our first episode ever, Hocus Pocus, oh. uh, penning the script. They said that version was more dark, sexual, and filled with mysticism, and that's what you get with Clive Barker, so I don't know what they're expecting. Barker later recalled that the studio didn't want anything to do with something like that. Uh, Clive Barker's a director of Hellraiser, and that's the most sexual, bloody, gory movie like of all time, and it's amazing.
3: Uh, AJ? Uh-huh. Anything to say? <laughs> is, is that the guy <laughs> with the pins in his head? <laughs> Why do you always have to look me in the eyes during? during? <laughs> uh,
2: Joe Dante of uh, the Burbs fame. Yeah. Joe Dante was the next choice with John sales writing and Daniel Day-Lewis in mind to play the mummy. Kind of cool. I would fucking cool. love that.
1: Uh, you'd be... <laughs> that was acting all over the place. <laughs> yeah. But I feel
2: like this couldn't have
1: had any comedy elements it's in like it because he would have
2: so serious. I slept in my bed at night during or after after... Oh, hard days of work with just toilet paper wrapped all over my <laughs> entire body.
3: He's just walking around naked. Can we please cover him? <laughs> 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 Mummies aren't covered. Uh, <laughs> that version
2: actually came close to being made, and elements like the man-eating scarabs made it into the actual film. Uh, Romero came back with another treatment, but had contract obligations. Mick Garris also came back, but his treatment was too expensive, and so the film was in limbo. Huh. <sighs> It's just like, right, <laughs> which is where emo just where Emotap was. <laughs> they just—they tried to get every
3: single like horror director they could. They even tried to get Wes Craven. I didn't even have that written down. <laughs> They're like, I just feel like you have all these like major names that are just kind of floating in and out. It's like, hey guys, you think you want to try? Nah, I'm not really. <laughs> 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 hey guys, I got a pretty funny idea now. Nah, you don't want to? Okay, yeah, I'll say. Hey well, guys, we'll keep the scarabs <laughs> part. That was, that was pretty cool. I like that. Hey, you guys doing scarabs? I might be interested now. <laughs> 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 writer Kevin Jari
2: still determined to make this damn thing for Steven Somers on board to direct and write along with Jari, pitching the, f- the film as more of an Indiana Jones meets Jason and the Argonauts kind of film. Universal liked the script so much that they approved the concept and increased the budget. Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Leo DiCaprio, and Tom Cruise were all considered for the part of Rick but could not fit the role into their schedules.
3: Uh, I think they all would have worked. Yeah. Tom Cruise okay. did it later. <laughs> yeah, he just
2: he, with the remake. Do it. With the horrible, stupid remake. <laughs> um, seeing seeing the success of *George of the Jungle*, which uh, Steven Sommers also directed, the filmmakers set their sights on Brendan Fraser fraser who thought <laughs> they thought we fit, don't even know if it's right okay <laughs> they thought fit the uh errol flynn swashbuckling character that rick was to uh, to a t rachel weiss auditioned several times before getting the part and john hannah was picked for the role even though not being known for his comedic chops director somers said in an interview i have no idea why i cast him <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> just I don't know. I, I guess he's in the movie though. It's like oh, uh, he just showed up and he just never left. He I was just...
2: looking for anything with Rachel Vice. If there was like any other actors. she was the first one, and that's the only one they saw.
3: They just kept her on the line, it, thinking, eh, we'll we'll let you know. Yeah. We'll let you know."
2: <laughs> we don't know who's directing yet, to be honest. Uh, filming began May fourth, nineteen ninety eight, and lasted seventeen weeks. Filming took place in Marrakesh, Morocco, and at Shepperton Studios for most of the interior shots. The filmmaker spent 17 million on the special effects alone employing ILM to do most of the CGI effects. ILM is Industrial Light and Magic, mostly known for Star Wars and yeah. most of everything that you like about mm. CGI. Okay. okay. Um Jurassic Park. The Mummy was released on May 4, 1999 right up against The Phantom Menace and grossed 43 million on its opening weekend and would go on to make 416.4 million worldwide.
1: Well, next, we like to do some research and talk about critical ratings and reviews. That's what AJ does. What do you got, man? I'm excited about this one.
3: Okay. So I guess we always have to start in a place that you guys already know it's going to be. It's called the Tomato Meter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but not really. Oh, okay. But it's also, ooh, that's French. Ooh, yeah, it's that's not French. that either. We'll oh. work on it. So. <laughs> Sixty-one percent on the tomato meter. Okay. Okay. All right. So if you're uh, sixty-one percent tomato meter, audiences liked it a little bit better at seventy-five percent. Okay. I like that. that. You move it.
1: You want to do sixty-one percent here on what on all the movie we've done? That is right above Monster
3: Squad, right below Uncle Buck for critical reviews. Oh wow. Okay. So it's some good company. Decent company, right there. I'm all right with that. Say so. That's fine. Uh, IMDb, they hit it at uh, 7.1. Mm. Right.
1: 7.1. That 7.1. Uh, ranking will take us to just above
2: Bill and Ted, just below Goldeneye. Huh.
3: Goldeneye. Just like
2: every movie, every other movie ever made, just sitting right just in the seven, Right sevens. in the pocket. Just, just can't get out of there. Nope.
3: Nope, can't do it. Uh, how about a few of the critical reviews here? Uh, the New York Post. Cheerful, slightly cheesy entertainment that uses the latest special effects techniques to breathe life into a venerable film tradition. I don't hmm. know. What, I don't know what venerable means. I'm going to be honest with you. Not not vulnerable, but ven, vener, venerable. Huh. <laughs> I decided to read that one. Jeremy, check uh, that out for us. Jeremy, right? I mean, why don't you, why you right jump here, on uh, that? Accorded
1: of great deal of respect, especially because of age, wisdom, and character.
3: So the mummy idea, I guess, right? Okay, yes. Yes. okay, fine. Fine, whatever. A um, little bit of an <laughs> excerpt from Raj. Ooh, know good. words. Ooh. Oh, oh, ooh, words. I'm good at them. <laughs> uh, I write movie reviews. Roger Ebert, Raj. Chicago Sun-Times, 75 out of 100. I'm guessing that's like a four out of a five, you yeah. know? There is hardly a thing I can say in its favor, except that I was cheered by nearly every minute of it. I cannot argue for the script, uh, the direction, the acting, or even the mummy, but I can say that I was not bored. Okay. It's just a little, little blip there from old Raj. All right, Raj. That's all we got there. Moving Moving right on down the line. I like this... <laughs> This is like what I imagine. You know, that's like they pop up. It's like four to five stars from Roger Ebert. And it's just like the Chicago Sun Times called it, I like this one from USA Today, said, a soulless spectacle.
2: Oh! A soulless, spe- a Yeah, they're all trying to fu- <laughs>
3: to get the
1: perfect <laughs> verbs in there to make it on the
3: DVD and shit like that. <laughs> the Dallas Observer said, "Even with so much in its favor, the mummy seems to fall all too easily. If only generating a soul for the film itself were so easy." <laughs> oh, good play! <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> all right, yeah. well done. Um, I had to look up some uh, some one star stuff on this uh and usually Google doesn't disappoint okay <laughs> There is a couple in here but I just like this one honestly the most uh, this was actually from Mario yeah that's right the char- car- uh video Ooh, game character It's a him it's it's a him uh it's 10 months ago too uh one star the mummy is so scary for me because when the mummy kills people, they become bones, and it's scary how they get eaten by the bug. So scary. I give it one star.
1: <laughs> some people, it's important to note, some people view scary as not a good thing. It's, it's bad. It's a bad thing if you do that. Okay. Uh, I hope he has more reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Can you follow these people and see if they made reviews for I other movies? Oh, damn, you should. Be Click on their profile. Hey, oh, a mine! I right? think start I have to. Them. I'm going to start saving them like let's we go, do Raj. Like, Raj, let's go to Mario. <laughs> let's go over to Mario. All caps, no spaces.
2: Wait, uh, yeah, Then <laughs> we used
1: to do Eric Eric's
3: bad movie Yeah, we haven't done that in a while. He, 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 I, I check him every movie. We're choosing too good a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're too good for his taste. <laughs> he doesn't want to bash them. Uh, how about this one? This is uh, three out of three out of ten stars. Deliver me from this unspeakable horror of a movie. This movie was a big disappointment after anxiously awaiting it uh, uh, awaiting its arrival at the video store this year. No more Brendan Frazier Good job. <laughs> movies for us. I'd rather just go get wrapped up and buried alive. <laughs> the writing and the jokes were pretty worthless too. All right. Cool. This is a four out of 10. Not great, but still entertaining. Oh, boy. Here we go again. Now, I'd like to also note that these are from, I, I tried to find ones that were close to the time all right, it's like yeah. ninety nine, oh, yeah, two thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Because if you read anything that is ten years later or more, yeah. it's like the CGI just doesn't hold yeah, up. Exactly. It's so bad, and I can't even matter. So it's a complete flip. If if it, like it's a review from ninety nine, they're like the, the it, special effects were insane, but yeah. the plot's really lacking. And then they're like, <laughs> if it's like two thousand or two thousand twenty, that it's it's just like the acting and stuff was pretty pretty badass, but the CGI just doesn't <laughs> hold up. <laughs> okay. So, okay. here we go again, another special effects bonanza. Only this time I had a little more fun with this. Godzilla was a bore. <laughs> <laughs> and I feared that this film would suffer the same fate. Astonishingly, it didn't. I can't I didn't quite care for the characters except for Brendan Fraser. I'm going to just switch it up every time. Yeah. And the guy who plays the mummy, both of them along with the wild ride of special effects help hold our attention for a good 2 hours or so. For the first 5 minutes I couldn't figure out how or why the things that happened in the film did, but after you get wound up in the film, meaning no really lo- <laughs> meaning no longer matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's not much to say about it, only that it was fun. It didn't do much for me as much for me as the Matrix did, but it was still cool. It's interesting to think that this movie came out the same time The Matrix did. 99
2: is a huge, 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 huge year.
3: Yeah, and that's why I wanted to really include that one because not only did they mention Godzilla, but they also mentioned The Matrix. Matrix. Yeah. Let me give you guys one more. This one is a 4 out of 10. It's called Suffering Sphinx. Helpless Dancer (laughs) on April 20th, 2000 said, Should (laughs) have called this turkey the dummy. (laughs) <laughs> wasn't anything but a cheap. <laughs>
2: this isn't goosebumps,
3: okay? Wasn't anything but a cheap knockoff of Raiders of the Lost Ark, with nowhere near the tension and excitement. This junk was merely ridiculous, stupid, silly, idiotic, etc. <laughs> I've rarely see, been subjected to such cornball dialogue combined with extremely bad storytelling as I was with this tale. The excellent computer trickery could do nothing to save this putrid. <laughs> bilge
2: bilge <laughs> <laughs> computer trickery uh, yeah i see what you're doing <laughs> wait a second i don't think that is real yeah you, you gotta get you. Wait a second. <laughs> your, arms, on your arms are waving a I second. see this <laughs> <laughs> is that all you gotta all I got i done. think you're trying to trick me into thinking that i'm watching a story that's that's real <laughs> i i'm not buying
1: it wait a second <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the many reasons you should watch our YouTube channel is to see the mannerisms here. But we are about to dive scene by scene, breaking down this movie with a modern eye. But real quick, again, one more story from my trip to California about okay. our amazing sponsor. I told you in the past that I had bought two pairs of Felix Grey glasses. Yep. The blue light filtering glasses that we are all wearing. I got my first pair with prescription, but my second pair I got with non-prescription that I could wear during the day because I loved it so much. Okay, nice. Been wearing it for like months now. Didn't bring it with me to California because mm-hmm. I'd like. Why would I ever bring a pair of other glasses with me? I've never done this. I've never owned two pairs of glasses, dudes. I noticed right away that I got headaches, mm-hmm. just right away. My and I'm, again, I'm the kind of guy that. If if I feel good, I don't know that I feel good. I'm just like this is normal. Oh yeah. But the minute I feel shitty, I'm like, oh, what is this? <laughs> this is- uh. And so I was like, I was like, yeah, I really do like these non prescription glasses. But I mean, I don't know. Just one eye is going that way. One <laughs> eye staying yeah. straightforward. But the minute I didn't have them, I swear, I'm staring at my screen trying to get some work done, and I was like, I can't take this. They seriously work. I mean, I, we all are big fans of them. I, I hope I know some of our fans out there have tried them. Felix Gray yeah. is obviously. They've got superior quality to any of these other blue light filtering glasses. They boast 15 times more effective uh, measures of getting rid of the actual blue light filters yeah. than any of these other glasses. And and we know that we're never going to get away from blue light computers, TVs, screens. They're everywhere.
3: As evident by me being out in LA, well, it was just screens and, everywhere, and that's the thing, just like down in the south, there, the sun is different, the blue light is different, yeah. you know, it all hits you very differently. It hits so. you different, dude. LA blue light is way different from Iowa blue light, bro. <laughs> it's it's more intense, expensive too. Yeah, yeah you LA to state more. of
2: mind and your LA state of eyes, <laughs> no.
3: you, gotta, you gotta adjust. <laughs> they are, they
1: are seriously such a great company. Uh, they've got stylish, affordable glasses, the filtering's built into the lenses, they're not cheap knockoffs where you can peel away the layer, you can't even tell by by looking at them that they're any different than a normal pair of glasses. Yep. Um, so tons of different styles, prescription, non-prescription. You know you need it. You can trust us. There are free returns if you don't like them. Also free extra- exchanges if you need to change something. So do us a favor. Go check them out. FelixGrayGlasses.com slash confused. That's F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y glasses.com slash confused. You should buy them. See the future. Shit. Buy them. See the future. See the
2: future? What?
1: That's their slogan.
2: Okay, great. They're going to give now. lots of money for that.
1: <laughs> I can't believe we didn't think of see the future. <laughs> Damn it has it. nothing to do with our glasses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's brilliant. All right, my dudes, what do you say that we cheat on our wife with a mistress? <laughs> and then when that mistress cheats on us, we get super upset and we put a curse on him that doesn't actually kill him, but gives him the strength to be more powerful than any man who's ever lived. That'll teach him. Yeah. We're headed to ancient Egypt. Hold on to your camels, because here we go.
2: You saw this <laughs> movie a lot different than that.
1: <laughs> All right. Scene number one. In Egypt, high priest Imhotep is having an affair with Aksun Namun, the mistress of Pharaoh Seti. When the pharaoh discovers this, he is killed by, a, by the pair of lovers. Anksu Namun then kills herself, intending for Imhotep to resurrect her. After her burial, Imhotep steals her corpse and takes it to Hamanaptra, where they begin the resurrection ceremony. They are caught before completing the ritual. Imhotep's priests are mummified alive, and Imhotep himself is forced to endure Hamdai, which curses him to become an immortal walking plague if he were ever to be resurrected. Fast forward to 1923, (laughs) we catch a glimpse of American adventurer Rick O'Connell fighting near Hamanaptra. With the French Legion, they are defeated, and he wanders into the desert. It's moon. Anaximund. Anaximund.
2: Anaximund. Anaximand.
1: Well, Anoxunamun. Anoxunamun. Now is yep. it, now is the time to mention this. So I find this weird because I did want to know if this was based on like true stories. You yeah. know? I mean, clearly some things were made up. Right. They they went through the the trouble of of making sure that Pharaoh said he was real. Yeah. And that the they literally got his death right, 12, 1290 BC. That's when he died. Okay. And that's when this movie is, I remember it, that. Yeah. is taking place. Right. However, Emotep uh lived in like twenty six hundred BC and mm-hmm. was not a high priest. It really had nothing to do with that. He wasn't evil whatsoever. He wasn't even evil. In fact, he's very like revered as some people think maybe he like invented building the pyramids. Yeah, or something. he was like an architect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then Aksunamun. Anoxunamun.
1: Anoxunamun was born a thousand years after Emotep <laughs> yeah. and had nothing to do with Pharaoh Seti. So oh, it's good. like it's weird for me, like why did we just we might as well just pick names and yeah. not have any of it matter. Yeah. Or then then like pick some names that actually I don't know. It's like none of took, us
3: cared. They took Egyptian like buzzwords that are just like, <laughs> let's just pull these in, we'll just make it interesting. Multiplication. S- hey, these sound interesting. <laughs> Anoxunamun. Ooh, I wanna fuck
2: that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm
3: gonna smear that ink. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, like, whoa. Uh, But again, at the same time, it's like, why not just put him to death? I do you got to go through all this, man? got to so do this? Ma- I have so many issues. Like, why do you do this? <laughs> why? We talked about this in our very first episode, in focus. <laughs> it's oh, okay. the same thing. Like, no. What we're gonna do is make sure we can come yeah. back under the most like intense, difficult circumstances. But we are gonna put the puzzle together like some sort of weird <laughs> escape room, and then and make it happen. Like, like what? I mean, you like if you, like we want to torture
2: him first, though. It's like, just yeah. take off his fingernails or something. Yeah just chop his head off. Yeah. We don't have to go through any of this. You don't have to do any of this. No. It, th- that, that was just so weird. I mean cuz this whole
1: I hate this is just so scary and I oh, hate it's the idea hero. of being buried alive. I'm yep. claustrophobic. I, uh, yeah, yep, I and I hate it. and I I just like I actually kind of feel bad for like Imotep in this whole thing he's made out to be this villain but really he's just just fucking love, loving on some he's chick. He's just a dude in love. Just a dude in love all and right? now he's cursed with like um, like this fucking shitty immortality. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't I'm not mad that he came back to life He's like I'm going to kill everyone.
3: You I'm not th- mad at all. This is kind of my hot take on it this whole time is like think of, like let's reverse this. Let's go rewind all the way back. Be kind rewind all the way back to the beginning of this and you're just like man they're just there's a couple kids in love, and and it's unfortunate they can't be together. It's like, oh my god, what are they doing to him? <laughs> what do they do to her? Well, it just wants to bring her back to life. This, so you mean that this is just basically the most like wonderful love story yeah, that's just them really being ripped is apart, interrupting it? I'm sorry, this just reminds me a lot of like Romeo and Juliet in some sort of sense, and her on the table, and you know he's trying to bring her back, and it's and just I mean, not happening. I
2: mean, goddamn, like impotence men, the, the Goldman Group, they're not, e- they don't even do shit, like his priest no. they didn't, do nothing. They, they didn't, didn't do, do nothing they didn't do anything to protect him and like when she walks in or when yeah. when they're making out and he goes and hides or whatever yeah. the actual pharaoh comes in yeah. and he's like what are you doing here and i'm like who are you talking to yeah. <laughs> he's like what are you doing here doesn't cut to anything he just kind of like looks around and like steps into the room more <laughs> yeah. and then he's like who the fuck touched you he's like i could have I'm a little bit stumbly
3: bumbly. <laughs> like I could've she rubbed up against it. I he didn't even something.
2: attempt to yeah. like <laughs> to be
1: like, yeah, I brushed up against something.
3: It's like, oh this oh it she got a little clumsy while she was applying my ink today. Yeah. Like, like I what? chopped her head off. It's fine. That's fine. I told her I was upset, <laughs> but, but and then also, so so she doesn't even try to like
1: be like, oh yeah, I don't know. So a dog. A dog jumped <laughs> up.
0: And, <laughs> yeah, she yeah. doesn't even
1: try that. But then the minute that he, they're found, they kill him, and then she's her first move is I'm gonna kill myself so you yeah. can
2: resurrect me. This is real intense, could, real fast. We could draw this out a little bit. Like you could come with me. We could. We just, could like, run, run, run away. Like we have legs. I think we could. We have like horses. And, and we can like maybe work on
1: perfecting this whole resurrection yeah. spell that we're yeah. working on here. In this- case
2: in case you do something does happen to one of us, we can make sure we're doing it right. This I goes, love you. <laughs> this goes from
3: zero to days of our Egyptian lives real fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's real, bro. Arabian <laughs> Nights. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you man it's it's like wow this is that's a lot of drama you know what's, what's really going is. on here
1: I don't think I think they were bored qu- quite a bit back in the day <laughs> in, must in, in ancient Cairo yeah. or Thebes which by the way Thebes is like thousands of miles away from the pyramids but that's fine NBD Yeah
3: NBD <laughs> It's gone. um
2: I don't know about you guys but I think the scarabs are easily like one of the most terrifying part of this oh, when yeah. they when they dump them on him It's just
3: a uh, well, well, noise Yeah, yeah. It's the noise. The noise is really bad. He is like sitting there wriggling around and in that like Uh, like mummifiedness, and you're just like, and you know they already took out all of his like things. And what? But didn't they pull his eyes out? No, they. Well, yeah. So. But it did look right? like
1: his eyes were there. Right. Cuz
2: he he didn't get like the actual mummification I think. He got like the ultimate one where you like had to like see it all happen and I everything see. like that. I think is what they're implying. The
3: idea so or in the in the jars. And does um, to jump too far ahead. Are those his or those hers?
1: Well, let's let's discuss this. So okay. do you know what Mum the mummification process is
3: not necessary not really so they first Other than on what a, she described on a later. dead
1: person yeah. is when they would do this but it, they did it alive on these freaking gray guys you <laughs> remove the brain through the nose That's the first move it's goldman yeah. group then you re- <laughs> exactly <laughs> then you remove all internal organs and put them in jars okay so that was anuxunamuun yeah, that's what they did it. That was her those were her organs. Yeah. Okay. That that they were then gonna put back in her or do something like that. Yeah. Uh, then they rinse the inside of the body uh, out with wine and spices, which actually sounds kind of hey, nice. That sounds, that sounds kinda nice. Sounds get me, sick, get me <laughs> fucked up, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Fucking based me. Then they cover the body in salt for 70 days, and when that is over, they insert linen or sand into the body to keep the shape of the body. Then they wrap it and place it in the sarcophagus. So
2: they're just like kind of perfecting their smoke technique. Yeah, with like, really is with what like, they're doing with like good meats and everything yeah. like that. That's like, what they were perfecting. You could, is that just like a recipe you I found? Think it is. I think Wine it is.
3: and spices, dude. Wine, <laughs> spices, <laughs> salt. Let it, let it age for a little bit, <laughs> like. I feel like they're just making beef jerky. Once you cook it, you just want to like air it for a little oh, bit. Let the air kind of yeah. cook it a little bit more. You yeah, know? yeah. Like get
2: it, get it real nice. This and is long. how they
3: le- learned to dry age steaks. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is what they did. <laughs> they were pioneers. Back well, back they were.
1: They were real. But no, they did that on live humans in this movie. Ugh. And the one guy's like he's squirming
2: while they're going in his nose. Yeah. I
1: just man, yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, Arnold, I don't like any of Arnold
2: this. Arnold Oswalt, who plays impotent, uh, he um, <laughs> impotent. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it? Emotep. Okay. Good. You're just you're just coming back
1: on me. <laughs> Impotent. Impotent. Um, He He probably is now.
3: Well, uh, (laughs) he's right, not wrong.
2: (laughs) He he was actually like claustrophobic and like freaked out because he was like literally wrapped up and everything like that for I think like four hours. They shot that scene like you can't. Let's just like get this over with. There's certain we can do this in one man.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You got the take because I'm squirming and I'm terrified. I know it looks good. I know it looks real because it is. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's messed up, man. And then, yeah, they, they throw the bucket of scarabs on there, and then they lock him away. And they shut away. it and lock it. N- now, are, are we moving on then to oh, v- kind of oh, more present day? Or are we hold still, on a second. still okay. getting I in?
1: also do want to point out that this is our second movie in a row where a powerful man had a mistress, but the mistress had a lover. The powerful man found out and ordered the lover to be killed.
2: Oh, yeah. Kind
1: of the same thing. Batman, Yeah.
2: this.
3: Yeah. Awesome,
2: uh Jack. What what's it? Jack Napier. Napier, yeah. Palance. Palance Napier, yeah. Napier Palance.
3: Palance. <laughs> Jack Pants.
1: No, I, I, I think you're absolutely right though. I, I think that's a terrible, terrible business model so. of what they decided to do right yeah. there. They're like, let's let's keep him alive yep. with the possibility of him just ruining. Is this more of like a uh, global warming thing where you're like, you know, I don't care what my kids' kids have to deal
2: with. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be alive. really, like, <laughs>
1: turn me 3, into jerky, years, dude. who gives a fuck?
2: Like, ho- hopefully the, he comes back. I'll I don't f- f- care they'll figure it one. out. It's fine. <laughs> Stuff me with wine and salt. I don't give a fuck what happened. So, why is Rick in this like, regime? thing i mean like i guess we can like just infer and like not give a fuck really but yeah. like what like what did that why throw is, you
1: guys off why is an american apparently the second in command
3: of the french legion A yeah. french legion yeah Yeah.
1: like i don't know they just kind of go to it
3: it's also like reverse john claude van damme situation here <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like kind of strange to be honest
1: also <laughs> even though even though it said that this is now 1923 or something like that yeah, yeah. even though i read it with my own eyes I still never thought that this was actually 1923 until I was writing the – I was reading the scenes so I could break it down into five scenes. I was like, no, that can't be right. 1923? When when was that part? When did it get to modern Didn't it come out in 1999? I I, I didn't ever grasp the fact that it was supposed to be back then. Yeah, And like what was the point of that?
3: Uh, like, like why
2: why was it supposed to be in that period of time? In, in the, my in my opinion, I think it does offer like um, you know I mean like cell phones weren't really prominent in ninety nine I guess but like it you, it takes away all of that you know it takes away like it it makes it um, so they don't have any outs. Or, of okay. that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like if if you modernize something so much like if you like make a horror movie, you're just like well they can just call nine one one. It's like yeah, well they couldn't true. back then. They didn't have cell phones. Okay. That's especially
3: true. like like archaeological discoveries yeah. being a big prominent thing at this time. Expeditions. Traveling to Egypt and to and from Egypt is yeah. becoming more prominent at that time, especially for uh English, like British mm. people too. And yeah. And like I think that's part of it, honestly, is like, yeah, let's make it so it really looks like the old school archaeological Dig, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. That'll look fun rather than do using computers and stuff. Yeah, I guess.
2: What do I you guys know. think about Benny? Goodbye, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, he said he has to say that like
1: four times. It. I think <laughs> he says <laughs> it three times. Three times yeah. in the movie. I don't know. Like I never liked. You get this movie does a pretty good job of giving you a, a thought on who these characters are all going to be throughout the movie. And yeah, and it doesn't really hold its cards too close. It's like, Oh, yeah. this, this guy's a fuck ass. Like, yeah.
2: like <laughs> I don't like him. He'll do anything for money basically. Yeah. Or just to survive. I love, I love how he bails or whatever. Yeah. And then like the, the army's coming after him and they kind of break the, the wall or whatever. And they come through and eventually Rick is just like, he's running towards the door. He's like, Benny, Benny, don't close that fucking door. He's like, well, and you were fucking on his ass about running in the yeah. first place, and you just went and did the same. Like, you could have just done that and yep. been there with him. Like, he made the right move.
3: He did that's make the, the right move. move.
2: He ran. Like, I that's mean, what eventually happened.
3: This is one of those moments that I remember my brother describing to me very vividly of the idea of, like, he's talking to him, and then Benny just does the does the... Nope, That's <laughs> <laughs> a very funny moment. I do appreciate the little bits of comedy that are peppered in there, right? And you're right; he makes the right call. Yeah, he did the right thing. Like, like there's there's honor. And yeah. then there's silliness. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, yeah, let's fire our single shot guns at all these horse riders that are gonna just literally trample us.
1: Right. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm now good. listen, I'm gonna go jump in that temple where m- even more scary things might happen, yeah. but it's better not here.
2: Yeah. I automatically like um uh Brendan Frazier right. in this movie so much. Like I think I think it's he he's does the job so perfectly. And I really think this movie's fucking excellently directed like this guy steven somers did the sequels i think and then he did like i think he did like some transformer sequels just not so great movies after this but i think i like we'll get to the rating or whatever but i think he did such a good job with shooting this movie because even this opening fight scene there's a shot of like ricko Rick O'Connell, jumping over the camera when he's out of bullets or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he, like, looks back, and perfectly on time when he looks back, two horses jump over the camera, too. And I'm just like, damn, dude, like, how – it's, to do those setups and everything like that is amazing. To know what you want
1: and to make sure you get it right so yeah. that in editing they can do what you're what you've envisioned, right?
3: Yeah. Right. It's cut together very well. Like you say it's directed very well. It's it is. Like it's an it's a like fun intense action scene at it, this point, was, I think. I I enjoyed watching this scene very much. Yeah.
2: And we'll we'll get there, but li- literally almost every scene doesn't ever
1: let up, and it's crazy. I'll yeah. set I'll set this up for you so if we can stay scene by scene here at this point of my re- rewatch. I'm going, oh, great. They're adding in stupid humor. I'm, um, oh, cool, cool. This is a comedy too. Weird. We just had the scariest scene ever and now we're like laughing. And I also remember thinking... About Brendan Fraser, Fraser, yeah. uh, that I'm like I don't I don't like him in this. Mm-hmm. That's these are my initial thoughts in the beginning of the movie, going oh, he's not my watching it this. He's time? not my explorer. He's not yeah. my Rick O'Connor. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, in in our critical rewatch, okay. which is technically probably one of my first watches, if you gotcha. want to put it that way. Mm-hmm. He's not my like American explorer. He's Encino man. You know. Yeah, I, you yeah. know? <laughs> I don't I don't like Brendan Fraser. Yeah. So, but but that will change as we go on. I mean, because mm-hmm. this movie does, like you said, it does so well of. Of just sticking to what
2: it is mm-hmm. and doing it well, and you know what, like it's it's aware of what it is too. That's that's the thing. And it's if it wasn't, it would be just like oh god, it, it would like be this. that way. Yes. But they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. we know what we are. We know he's the he, he's the hero, yeah. and like and they kind of even like play on it in tongue in cheek. It's yeah, it's uh it's good good how it does that because it keeps you keeps you um, entertained. Really, yeah.
3: absolutely.
1: Well, let's move this on. So scene two, Cairo librarian Evelyn Carnahan is presented with an intricate box and map by her brother Jonathan, who says he found it in Thebes. The map seems to point the way to the lost city of Hamanaptra, where all the wealth of Egypt was supposedly stored. They visit Rick, who is now in a Cairo prison, to ask how they get to Hamanaptra. He agrees to show them in exchange for being saved from his hanging. Evelyn su- successfully negotiates his release and they board a ship to start their expedition where they encounter a band of American treasure hunters guided by Benji Gabor. During the journey, the boat is invaded by ma- Magi, Magi, yeah. Magi, Magi soldiers. The expedition mm-hmm. manages to fight them off, but the map
2: is lost and the boat goes up in flames, forcing the entire party to go ashore. So speaking of how well made this movie is, this the bookcase scene yeah. with Rachel Weiss. I was like, I can't imagine like setting <laughs> yeah. up for this scene and be like, we have to pull it off because uh, t- like doing another setup is going to take probably one <laughs> to two days, yeah. you know, of all these books and all these cases. They got it in fucking one shot. Wow. And one, I'm sure they did so much oh, like, yeah. rehearsing and days everything like of that. rehearsing. But like... Like we've been saying like throughout these podcasts, you put a camera and you do all this planning, you know, like even the show fucking shit goes awry sometimes, you know, like you you do all this planning and everything like that. And then you put a camera in it. Chaos. Yeah. (laughs) Like it doesn't matter. Yeah somehow some way it fucking worked and like it's crazy because she does it and it's going all the way around and then she's got to come up perfectly and yes. in, into shot and like yep. well fucking done sean pauses and stands up yeah, standing I, ovation i went outside and took my clothes off <laughs> yeah. and just just in, i don't, don't know why I did that actually. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> those bookshelves must have literally
1: been made of air though because i mean there's like Hundreds of books on each shelf that are so heavy and so thick and it she, she just taps it. This little this little <laughs> girl taps it. It's like
2: bah!
3: <laughs> Okay. This is obnoxious. <laughs>
2: like, That's like those videos you see of like people carrying like drinks, like yeah. a tray full of drinks, <laughs> and it just fucking collapse and they're
3: just like God, fuck. give up. They just give up. I'm it's out. like you I've you just I'm gotta not give like, up at that point. <laughs> I'm just gonna quit and not even care about the clip. Yeah. So I don't have to deal exactly. with it. <laughs> exactly. <Like, laughs> Uh, she
1: she's really fantastic in this movie. She's great. I love the the movie tropes of like yeah. the late '90s and early 2000s, where it's like this woman who is clearly one of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but, but she's just a nerdy librarian, and her hair's up, and no one loves her. Put a ponytail no, on her with some glasses. That'll dull her down. <laughs> yeah, and no. It turns out she's never had a date before in her life. Yeah, and no guy has ever looked at her till no.
2: till Brendan
3: Fraser comes. How along. weird! It's <laughs> like the, it's like the only man in her life's her brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> Wacky brother. Oh man
2: the movie she's all that like they kind of nerded her up like throughout the entire movie and then she like does her glove she's like walking down the stairs you know and she's like it's oh wow it's a different person like no she was smoking before no same with evelyn like
1: she's smoking hot she's my librarian that
2: was my library i'd be there all the time (laughs) um i don't know if this is your thing mike but no we's in the juice (laughs) oh yeah Oh yeah! Immediately reunited yeah. with fucking Brennan Fraser, man. Un- That's awesome. Unbelievable. <laughs> <Aaron> <laughs> you like, yeah, you. Oh, so good. I was yep. so excited to see him. I'm like, oh no way! I hope they have a scene together. I'm like, oh yeah, they do. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, Doctor Terrence Bay
1: is Raji from Encino Man. <laughs> yeah, so awesome. So good. That's great. <laughs> if they got, if <laughs> and they and got Brendan the other Ranger. guy,
2: if they got the other guy from the convenience store, I don't fucking lost my mind. <laughs> Look, <laughs> they
1: could have easily done. Oh, it. 100%. like nobody from this movie was like. True Egyptian, no, Middle yeah. Eastern, or anything. They're just like, oh, <laughs> just whatever. You, you, you're good. At, you're good at acting school. <laughs> you're good at acting school. Uh, I did, though. I can tell you, I don't. I didn't remember this scene. So the first time I watched it, I was like, Did he burn that map on purpose? Yeah. I, like, mm. did you,
2: when? Can you remember back to the first time you saw it? Did you think that that was a thing? I just thought no. they were like, like who's a, who the fucks working in this library? The three Stooges. Like, can right. we not? fuck anything up <laughs> yeah. in a day.
3: Yeah, this, but keep in mind, this guy just got pissed at her for, I get it, knocking over all the shelves and the yeah. books, and it's like, clean this mess up. I put up with you because your parents are our best patrons. And then no he, you blah. No wheezing the juice. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then you've got this guy who's gonna burn an ancient map, like like artifact. Yes. and and you're telling me that you, they can't be upset with you. No, it's probably for the best because well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, When she goes to like when she's like scared of whatever she's scared of, and she eventually finds her brother, or whatever she takes a torch. And I'm like, put that down. Yeah, you don't do that. <laughs> you stumbly bumbly. Put that yeah. down. you three thousand years old. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Sorry. No, said. no.
1: I wasn't gonna say anything. I and then. And when it does become, I mean, obviously everyone has seen this movie. That's listening to us. It turns out Terrence did do that on purpose, mm, uh, right. and that he's fucking shitty at what he does. Because why, at that point, did he not just wipe that fucking shit clean and be like, yeah. "You're not going. Yeah. It's not real. Uh, Your map's
3: gone. You can't go anywhere. You have all
1: these books to clean." Yeah, up. yeah that's exactly. That's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what like I gotta say. It's, at so many points in this movie, it just feels
2: like people are like, "Yeah, I, I hope you find Imatep." You know, yeah. I don't
1: even give a fuck anymore. Yeah,
2: and, and <laughs> yeah. It's it's a, it's a bloody thing. It's a scary thing uh people have died like trying to find it and everything yeah. like that but uh, go ahead you'll find it i'm sure you I'm, will. you're good you're, you're good, good. obviously <laughs> you are well endowed and don't fuck anything up so just go no. on ahead no not at all your brother's drunk too it's
3: fine <laughs> i do love this like little interaction in between because him him as this prison and kind of the guy who knows what you need to know um i love it and yeah. he's just like later on we find out it's like well why did you kiss me and he he reaches through and kisses her and stuff to the bars and it's just like to get me out of here yeah. before he's put to death, and it's just like mm, it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's, like, it's the last thing I was ever going to do. Yeah, so. I guess I guess you're right. You know, who who doesn't want to kiss a hot librarian? If hey, yeah. yeah. If
2: when I'm <laughs> if, if when I'm on a plane and there's turbulence and it's like going to go down, I'm like, which one of you? <laughs> which one? I'm who? kissing one of you. <laughs> Who's going to be my first? <laughs> you you might, thank you, Mike. <laughs> 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 <I'm> like, <laughs>
1: Who's going to be my first and last?
2: <laughs> how do you right. do it? How do you do it? Do you do it like John? The only way I know how to do it is daniel lawrenson from karate kid
3: so i hope you're ready for this (laughs) daniel larusso LaRusso. (laughs) LaRusso. (laughs) sucking face real hard quite literally my mouth may be dry but that's all right so you know he almost
2: (laughs) died doing this scene well first of all apparently he he was actually being (laughs) hung yeah what What? so he did like most of his stunts during this movie and so he wanted to do this one i mean not the drop dude but but Someone did that. That was real. Well, he did do the drop, but it's like a harness, you know? Oh, dude, I, it just the I, it harness, looks so real. It would freak real. me out, too. It looks so real. Um, That fall. Yeah. It, so I think it was like the insert shots of him just hanging there because like, his neck didn't break. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think those shots are the ones where he was, like, actually being hung, and he, like, passed out and had to be resuscitated on set, Jeez. like, right then and
3: there. I mean, could no you imagine?
2: Oh, I couldn't. Being Ew. a director and being like our star is just dead.
3: Oh my Whoops. gosh!
2: Sorry. Yeah. And that was uh,
1: that was one of the first scenes they actually shot for the movie because he had the longer <laughs> hair. Yeah, I, I did read that. So they would have like just gotten into shooting and they accidentally killed Encino Man. They just went full crow
3: on this. Shit, and just, yeah, exactly. Ugh rough
1: dude. yeah that was that was an intense scene I, I i think so many of the stunts like and so much of the cgi was incredible in this movie and that showed it the first time i saw that hanging thing it's like that's real yeah oh my god
2: well and then like the it what makes it even more cool is, is like they show him falling and like catching obviously yeah. and, like what should have broken his neck and the camera like swoops in you're like well that wasn't brandon fraser but then when it gets closer like it it is. Fucking is him. it was a How one it shot him, was this? hung him what the hell's going on oh
1: yeah, so then they, so then they, you know, he obviously gets free. Uh, they make it onto the boat now. And he's handsome again. And he's he's very handsome yeah. again. Oh yeah, he is a very yeah, handsome yeah. man. He is very. Handsome. There's actually very attractive people throughout this entire movie. Pretty much
3: everybody. Yeah, Benny for sure. Benny for sure, dude. I think I think everyone's diet was just a lot better back then. You know, McDonald's <laughs> yeah. didn't happen. It wasn't a thing, and it certainly didn't make it to Egypt by then. Bah. So yeah, yeah, I think I think everyone's diet was so just a little AG-20s, bit better. You're right. Yeah, yeah, that prison diet's working for Brendan Fraser. Did any, did any of you guys
1: think that uh, Mr. Henderson, one of the American guys, was like a Wish.com Jamie, Jamie Lannister? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah dude.
3: Oh, 100%. Like, oh, shit. Is that Jamie Lannister? Oh, that's... Yeah, it's definitely it. Wish.com <laughs> Jamie. Jamie Wish.com Lannister, <laughs> for sure.
2: Well, back up a little bit. So the warden comes with them, the warden of the prison he was right. staying in, because he's like uh, protecting his investments or whatever. 25%. Meanwhile, the, everyone back at the prison is just like, our warden's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like he just straight up fucking left for some treasure it's that just, might or might not exist. Yeah. And we have true. a prison
3: to run. He's like <laughs> letting the inmates run the prison now. Literally. Yeah. He's like, who do you put in charge? Like, there's a whole there's a whole chain of command that's broken at this point <laughs> yeah. in this in Cairo prison. He's like, yeah. I got I got PTO saved up. I'm gonna go. On. <laughs> I don't
1: care. I'm I sorry, PTO. I believe it. I got a trip. I'm going on vacation. He's got benefits. <laughs> He's like, <"Yeah." laughs> That is very true. They they do gloss over the normal everyday aspects of life that many of us have to deal
3: with, don't they? (laughs) Yeah.
1: A lot of us a little
3: (laughs) One of the random um, things I noticed of of characters you recognize from something else, I know this is probably a deep cut. But uh, the guy who is Watkins, glasses, yeah, glasses McGonagall in this in this movie, <laughs> that is the same guy who plays Pistol Pete in Parks and Rec. If you've ever seen Parks and no Rec, no shit, he plays Pistol Pete in Parks and Rec. <laughs> wow! If you if you watch Parks and Rec, go check it out and do the side by side. You will blow your mind. Damn, <laughs> I'm dude, serious. it's a deep cut. <laughs> I think
2: uh, one of them. I don't know if it was Mr. Henderson, Jamie Lannister, or that guy. They auditioned <laughs> yeah. for Rick and uh, Stephen. Somers liked him so much, he just wrote a part for him. He's wow. like, okay, you're one wow. of the Americans.
1: You're one of the Americans. Yeah, have yeah. fun. It's cool.
2: They they telegraph it pretty hard with Glasses
1: McGonagall. Though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you just look at his face, you're like, this guy is gonna have well, some horrible times. You're John gonna Hamm, die, huh? Great value, says, John Hamm.
0: Great value, John <laughs>
1: <laughs> he even says to you like it without my glasses, without my glasses i couldn't see anything what in the ch- entire world oh, good thing i got them on my head yeah
2: appreciate you telling us that <laughs> sure
3: it's important what's that foreshadowing <laughs> oh okay what's that four eyes, <laughs> foreshadowing? Right. Four four sh- eyes I mean, foreshadowing
2: four eyes <laughs> 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 oh my you got God, kids, man! <laughs> he, has you, he wears glasses too. So <laughs> do I. Oh yeah, sorry. We all wear glasses. We're, are we sponsored by something? Yeah, that Felix.
3: guy. That guy's not wearing Felix grays. Not a chance. There's no way. <laughs> no, they would have broke, man. No. And it, but guess what? They didn't have fucking blue light back then. With no. like screens and shit, they didn't need right. it. He had he had uh, red light glasses. Is what they were. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to move on. But anyways, yeah, he's like he's constantly polishing them. They're playing poker. Jonathan just can't keep his mouth shut on this boat. And they, they that's when the bet comes around, right? Yep. The $500 Oh yeah. Bet. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. $500 says we get there first. Skew. That's right. And it's just like I I had to look it up. Do you guys know how much $500 in
1: 1923? All right. My guess is uh <laughs> oh geez, my guess is like
3: Give me a guess. five thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna say thirty five hundred. <laughs> thirty five hundred. Seven thousand nine hundred and forty two dollars. <laughs> uh so also interesting
1: that apparently no one ever collects on that bet. Apparently nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. That.
3: Uh, and, and apparently these guys are so rich. These, these dudes, all these people, even the guy who just got out of prison <laughs> has eight, eight grand basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he can just throw no around. Well, well,
2: they're going to be rich with the treasure. Yeah. If they're the first ones yeah. to find it. So, yeah. oh,
3: right, right, yeah.
2: right. Okay. I do like Rick O'Connell's like gun pack that he has. I thought I oh, always thought that best. was fucking awesome when I was a kid, but like it, once shit goes down on the boat, the Magi come on and like try and take the, the key from Evelyn. Does everybody have two guns? Is everybody shooting with two handguns in their, in their hands at yeah. all times? I
3: think they're they're going more more two hand Luke rather than cool hand Luke. <laughs> <laughs> two hand Luke.
0: Oh, uh, no, you're right. In,
3: in this, it's not western, but I think that's what they're doing. <laughs> and the only guy who can't use two guns is the guy with the hook attached to his hand. Yeah, because, <laughs> because that's he's got a hand <laughs> underneath that. Thing. you could hold a blade with that hand yeah why doesn't he just why does he have to go all drama and like like captain hook on everybody and how do they even know how do they even know
1: that they gotta get on this boat and that <laughs> Evelyn that Evelyn's the one that they yeah, gotta talk to I don't know, you know. Do they, there are a lot of and that's what this movie is. Is It's not a, like a perfect story of like, this is, oh, man, you better pay attention. Yeah. I mean, eventually the story will get you to where you need to go. You don't really have to pay attention. But some yeah. of that is very overlooked. Yeah. Just
2: like, eh, whatever. I've, don't worry. They have to have scouts because all they do is just sit on a mountaintop and watch the <laughs> desert. That's a good point.
3: That's they're all just, they do. It's it look that They're like my dog watching the backyard <laughs> <Yeah. like> constantly. <laughs> that's just all my dog does. Is just. Your dog sees <laughs> a squirrel he's like let, he's let, like, let the he's woods have <laughs> him. He's like, yeah, He's just like he's like he's back. This one's strong. (laughs) (laughs) The woods will kill him. (laughs) The woods will have him. It's like that's all that's happening. I mean, they got a pretty sweet gig. Pretty sweet security gig for the desert. They're probably understaffed for the entire desert. But I mean, free face tattoos, like (laughs) pretty tight, dude. Post Malone's of Egypt.
1: I'm sure that like is like a super religious thing, and I just offended a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but. You
3: son of a bitch! Satire, uh, satire. I do.
1: I. I. This is where I start to come around on Brendan Fraser, though. Okay. Uh, I start to realize that they're going to stick with this comedy thing, and that this is going to be a an important thing, like, yeah, kind of physical fun stuff. Yeah. When Evelyn's pulling Brendan Fraser away from the gunshots that were going in the wall one by one, mm-hmm. it's like that's pretty funny. And yeah, then when Brendan Fraser uh, like has a moment with Benny on the boat, yeah, yeah. Keep saying Brendan Fraser. Let's say O'Connell. I'll move to that. There we go. And, and the <laughs> like the, that overly <laughs> fake laugh <laughs> that he does before he throws <laughs> him overboard. <Yeah. laughs> Goodbye, Benny. Yeah. He's
2: he's a really good actor. Actor. apparently yeah. all that was improv yeah he's really good with uh kevin j o'connor he's like yeah i just got my kids and stuff and it's like oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's super good i fucking love yeah. their back their their dynamic is so much fun to it watch like good. like progress and devolve actually throughout bye this benny. entire story yeah <laughs> <laughs> goodbye the benny. first bye benny we'll get we'll we'll say that that's the first one yeah well no
3: well oh, second sorry second right second okay yeah, second yeah, yeah. yes and I I'm gonna have to say it right now. I think Benny is my most punchable face. Oh, okay. I've got. I'm gonna start this right now. Um, maybe I guess you guys don't have to share. Well, but... no.
1: All the characters have been mostly introduced by now. Yeah. Are you gonna agree
2: with Benny? I would say that, but not to be different, I'm gonna go with um, resurrected um, uh, <laughs> Emotep. Enaksumun. Uh, <Inoxunamun. laughs> oh, okay. Oh Oh
3: <laughs> wow! But you don't sorry. like her? I'm sorry. Like it's
2: a, I'm sorry, it's a woman, but she's the scariest one. <laughs> oh. She's the scariest one, and I would punch her head straight <laughs> off her fucking wow. body.
3: So it's most punchable face because not because it's stupid, because it's scary. It's You're scary. just like, I just need yeah. that gone. I don't
2: like it. Why, ah. why are her eyes gone? <laughs> I don't like uh, it. Oh, ah, god. No. Damn. Okay.
1: Well, then, then we can't unless we're in mutual agreement. We can't have an. We can't have an honoree. Okay. So I want to say it's Benny. Yeah. But as the movie goes on, for me, it's it's Emotep. Okay. It's when he's fu- fully back in form and he's got that shit fucking eating grin on his yeah, face. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm. <laughs> I want to punch him. I want to punch the fuck out of that guy. Okay. It's like when he's when he's doing mm. the sand mouth stuff and yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <He's> Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan
1: Davis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow
3: okay sorry about that oh, wow yeah. wow the 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 insanely large like snake jaw thing he's got going on it's kind of wild yeah yeah but- uh, well, we'll get there, obviously. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> Take, okay.
1: Uh, okay, let's move this on. So scene three, they arrive at Hamonaptra at the same time as the other party, but due to tensions between the two groups, they start exploring the city in separate locations. The Americans discover a buried chest. Meanwhile, Evelyn's team discovers a tomb and sarcophagus. That night, both groups are attacked by the Magi, who warns them of the evils bur- buried in the city. The two expeditions continue to work on their prospective projects. The sarcophagus is open and contains the remains of Imhotep. The Americans discover the Black Book of the Dead. Evelyn takes the book and reads a page aloud, awakening Imhotep's mummified remains. The plagues of evil begin, and Imhotep attacks one of the Americans. The team flees to Cairo. Benji encounters Imhotep, but successfully pleads for his life and is allowed to become his slave." I'm gonna I'm gonna call a big get the fuck out of here moment when when the majai the main majai guy uh, what's his character's name oh yeah it's I don't
3: think he, it's... They, they eventually do say it it's but never it's never said a in this movie
2: actually are you sure It's never said in this movie it's said in the second movie okay but he does have a character name Ardeth
3: he, I think is, is yeah. something yeah. like that yeah
1: this this to me was like okay so they're they're literally like it's three years later he's a mile away from them. They're wearing head coverings and it's night, and he's like, "That's the guy from three years Remember ago."
0: That motherfucker? <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, you know, this, uh, is, "This
1: one's a
3: strong bros, one, like, bros,
2: bros." You shut the, the fuck. Guy. <laughs> that's the fucking No, guy. how do you <laughs> know?
3: How do you know? Dude,
2: look at know. him, Daryl. You look at him. Prove it, Tim, man. I he's I never... got the gun. He's got the fade. <laughs> I,
1: I hated that moment because why not just skip that completely? Let him get in the city, yeah. and they and they attack him. They're like. Oh fuck! That was you. They don't even have to do that. I never forget that.
3: Ass. I never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Those pants were working that day. Oh, my God, but can this is a
1: legitimate question for you guys? Can you explain what the fuck was going on with like the we're waiting to be shown the way? Like why, you know how they all meet up in the middle? They're in the desert like, we're waiting to be shown the way. And the sun comes up and creates like a mirage. It's the mirage thing.
2: But yet. The casino. It's real. It's a casino. Yeah, I mean, I can't explain it. I, no, oh, I just
1: don't understand what what's going on here. Like, basically, the sun just comes up, and they're
2: like, "Oh, there's it. There it is." <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> it's like waking up hungover as fuck. Like, where the fuck am I? Oh, there, there's my house. Is that? I mean, it it was
1: made up to be some like cool magic thing that yeah. no one can ever find it unless they know that you stand right here on the first Monday of the month. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like no, it's just it's a real place. If you
3: just look forward, it's right there. Yeah, it's like well, if we would have gotten if we we would have gotten closer. We would have just seen it sooner. <laughs> like, like, I was hoping you had an answer to that. Cause I could
1: not figure that My out. My
3: only thing is like back in the, back in the day, it was a lot of like play, like the desert plays with your eyes. There's a lot of, a lot of tricks that the sun will play on your mind and all this and the reflections off the sand. And, I, I, but there is no real answer. There's no good answer. It's Mysticism. just like, Ooh, let's add some spice to this. Yeah. It'll be fun. <laughs> I thought that was cool well
0: but, yeah well,
1: the not, effects are all good. awesome yeah, yeah. but I just I was like what, is, what does any of this have to do with the story yeah. where are
2: we going here it, yeah it's just mystical I guess it's fun you know it's not mystical Tick tick tick. hot 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 yeah. I can't like once I saw this movie and she's saying that all that bullshit with like getting the camels to run or whatever yeah. It irked me since the day yeah. I saw it. And got into it, huh? Watching it this time, it's like I have to plug my ears. It's frustrating. I, I can't. I it's can't just frustrating. Hear, well,
1: teek, 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 da, da. well if, if that frustrates you, you know what frustrates me. What's that? Camels don't run faster than horses. No, they do yeah. not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my God!
3: What are we doing here? But they got cuter. longer legs. They're way cuter. <laughs> can't they just all have horses. How about all the fact? How about the fact that Benny's like, hey, O'Connell. Nice camel. And he's like, you're riding a camel too, Dick Watt. That's yeah, true. But it's just that you're riding a camel too. And by the way, all the American dudes are riding horses that are going to be faster than your camel. I looked it up. Can they run
1: better the in the max, sand? The ma- this was actually halfway surprising. The max sprint speed of a camel is 40 miles an hour. Damn. But it is a very short burst. And they can maintain a speed of about 25 miles an hour, which is still unbelievably faster yeah. than I've ever seen a camel move in my entire no life. Doubt. Horses' max sprint is 60 miles per Jesus. hour with maintaining 30 to 40 miles per hour. Damn. I mean, there's – and they, they like, create a distance
3: here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can't get them. They're on camels. <laughs> my, like I say, if I was trying to be critical, can the horses just not do it as well in the sand? Uh, maybe. Maybe? Maybe. Maybe that's the thing. A point. They're not Hidalgo. Oh no, so. no, no! I know what it
1: is. It's because they weren't saying tick, 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 hot, hot, hot. <laughs> the
3: they horses. weren't saying "titties that, and tatas." That that's really
2: a- that really pisses off an animal when, <laughs> when you get near an animal. They and get say frustrated. That, they run. Shut the get- fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> get away from me. I get um, it. It Makes sense. I do like once they get in into uh, the like crypt or like wherever they're going, Hamanoptera, that. Uh, they're all looking for looking for wherever they're going, but they're split up. The Americans are in a different part, and then they're but they're hearing noises. Yeah, and they kind of like what what the hell is that? And it's the whole gun scene. Yeah, like that's super fucking funny. They yeah. and they keep.
1: Yeah, I mean they they really commit to these yeah. things. Like no, they keep putting their guns back up and pulling <laughs> them down. Like hey,
2: isn't that my uh, carving kit or whatever? It's like yeah. no, it's then not my tool kit <laughs> <it's right laughs> Okay, I might be
1: mistaken.
3: <laughs> fucking love that part. It's it's very funny, and I, I love the line. It's like it's like well. There's only three of you, and there's six of me. And he's just like, I've had worse odds. And <laughs> Hannah's just like, Yeah, me too. And it's like, <laughs> he's got this tiny little like Derringer 22 thing that's just like, <laughs> he got two shots in it, maybe. And he's just like, no, you haven't. You no you haven't. For not
2: doing comedy at all in his entire life, apparently, for that actor and the director not even knowing why he cast him.
3: Yeah. He's really funny. His timing is phenomenal. It's really funny. Wait, which one are you talking about? Uh
2: the brother, Jonathan. Oh, yeah, Jonathan. Yeah yeah. 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 He's funny. He he
3: he adds a lot of great comedy to like to to the storyline. Like running into people like taking the taking the the booze later on like all yeah. that stuff. It's very funny stuff that he's doing the whole way yeah. through. I like it. The, the
1: <laughs> when they finally find out about the curse, right? You know like what's his what's his face? The one guy that really doesn't seem to serve a purpose in this movie uh that eventually gets killed, he's the one reading the curse. The Americans mm-hmm. have found mm, Dr. Ha- Allen. Yeah, yeah. They found it and it's like, "Oh no, this is the curse." Like it was so weird to me cuz Benny loses his shit right yeah and he's like basically crying like no it's the cars yeah hey, we're gonna kill us all and he goes running out like the next scene he's like what's going on guys what are yeah. we doing <laughs> so are we so are we gonna dig anymore we some some treasure are we, going on? we getting some treasure chest
3: yeah yeah he's he's, <laughs> he he's like so how'd it go down there <laughs> seriously
2: <laughs> are you good now man what what I just I, I need to take my pills and I got I'll I'm be honest now. with you I just had to pee <laughs> like, and, uh, I, just, I just had to I get, was, get, had get had a quick way out of there alright you, ever, you ever call
1: your bladder the curse just me well a yeah. lot of things <laughs> happen too then this like this like acid salt thing happens right
3: this is where the creepiness starts. Yeah. In, and then
1: it's like, okay, well, great. We're back in the horror yep. thing here, but that happens, which is terrifying. And the, 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 um, warden. Well, yeah, so that'll uh. happen too. But, but our, our crew, like Evelyn's crew yeah, yeah. hears about that but they have no issues opening up the sarcophagus. <laughs> yeah. No no one, they seem to think that's the only booby trap that's ever going to be in this entire building, was that initial salt trap, the Human, acid salt.
3: Humanize the goons, man. Those diggers <laughs> got a rough life, man. And they knew it, too. They when the knew camera damn showed up, well. like, God damn it, they're going to ask us open that. They're going to have us do this. And, and you know what? To their, uh, I'm going to say against their credit, they really go in pretty hard with those crowbars in a very, like, artifact like ridden area that they're just smashing into this it's like <laughs> like you should be dusting this thing off and you should be like blowing on it delicately and like tickling its balls you should be doing everything you can to just like tease that thing out of the crevasse that it's it is it's been
1: 3000 years
3: yeah and it's like it's like but no you just go in with the crowbar you kind of got what yet come out. <laughs> so i'm just saying uh, well, the acid salt happens to them, and then like <laughs> and then they
2: don't care about the box, not yeah. And then they open up the box and like it should be just fine.
3: <laughs> Same thing. And the sarcophagus, like nobody cares. <laughs> well, well, that is like it's like the salt acid happens. They're like, holy crap. Anyways, let's open this let's one get, up. This <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hang on a second. Did, does anybody remember when the when the warden like <laughs> ran headfirst into a wall? Yeah, oh, you yeah. mean the you
2: mean the guy who hates bugs but went by himself into into like what, what seems to be the most bug ridden spot yeah. in the entire Hamanoptera, and then,
1: then screamed the-
3: like he's never screamed before and went headfirst into the wall to kill himself, and thought that he was the one picking up bugs because but he doesn't like bugs, but. I don't know. Oh yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Blue, remember when that
1: happened? Blue gold.
3: <laughs> yeah, blue gold. Which know? is a thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I always thought it was as a kid. Oh yeah. I was like I was like, oh man. And then I'm thinking of like turquoise like or yeah. something. <laughs> like, oh look, it's blue gold. Oh, blue gold. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I got this from when I vacationed in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: The scene where the where the bug is like traveling through uh, his like stomach and everything like eventually gets up to his brain. Yeah, I'm like that one. That's nightmarish because I wouldn't want a bug inside me. You yeah. can't get yeah. it. it out. But two, B, I also <laughs> like I had five enchiladas that night that I watched this movie, and I'm like, that's what it feels like right now. Like I just swallowed it. and It's just like <laughs> can,
3: like going a whole. You can feel my, it going through yeah. all your body. You're I like, was just sweating <laughs> watching it. Oh, <laughs> do you think
1: that? Do you think this is a pre-cooled in the Matrix? Like you think that was one of those bugs that oh, goes yeah. in the belly button oh, and gets into go. their body? Yeah, I th- tracer think, tracer program yeah, or whatever. Blue gold. Blue
3: gold. Yeah. Blue gold. Blue. <gasps> oh. <laughs> That's 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 frustrating. Yeah. Uh, when he crashes his head into that, it was probably one of the most like terrifying things. More than the salt acid to me as yeah, a kid, I, definitely. Like he hit it when hard he, when he's just screaming and like you don't really know what's going on. I mean, you know what's going on, but they don't know what's going on. It messed it messed with me a lot as a kid. I'm gonna be honest with you. It was rough. Poor Warden should have stayed in jail, man. Yeah, he should have. Yeah. He should have He should have just banked on his his investment coming back to him instead yeah. of trying to cover it up. But at least, I mean, and by the way, he doesn't really have that great taste in whiskey and, and bourbon. Nope. Glenn live at 12, <laughs> should have gone with the Cedar, Ris- Cedar Ridge whiskey single malt. Absolutely saying, single malt, dude. Single malt, baby. <laughs> I think they would have had a better party. Because then, yeah, like, then everybody
2: dies and we're yeah. just like, no, yeah, just we're just going to have a hang party. Out. I, I kind of like the... Like, the like discovering stuff, like they're just hanging out in the tomb and everything like that. Like, yeah, that's like a like a cool hangout movie. Like yeah. like every slasher movie is a hangout movie before it gets to yep. a slasher movie. Yep. I, that's what it felt like. I really like that about. it. But then like they go and like have a campfire and everything like that, and it's it's really cool. I like I like the drinking and stuff.
3: That part that part seems like a good time to
2: me. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, the hey, desert
1: probably stars all over the place. Who gave a fuck about the warden anyway? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in like, you know fact, right, let's go through his stuff. <laughs> yeah, <he's>... <laughs> <laughs> who gives a shit about that guy? He, he just... smelled because we're going to pretend like Egyptian people smell. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 he's
3: just like, you watch this guy die. <laughs> Ooh,
1: booze. Wait, well.
3: And they're like, oh, let's, let's take his booze. Let's ransack his shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God, if I had to pick the, the, the worst moment of the movie though, it's in it, the most forced moment of the movie is when she's acting drunk and she's like, what's
2: a place like this doing in a girl like this? I was like, the Magi come right. The the yes. magi, like storm their storm their camp <laughs> and fucking kill like several people <laughs> and then they just
1: more people die.
2: and and their people die too and then and they just stop when when Rick has a stick of dynamite he's like okay no more bloodshed will be spilled tonight don't fucking do this you got to leave right now we're gonna leave right now it's like you couldn't have just came in there and been like hey you guys are gonna get the fuck out of here yeah, dude you, like, you got to come in and like get more men to die and people fucking <laughs> getting shot and blown. <laughs> Fucking Evelyn killed a guy. <laughs> Evelyn killed a guy.
3: killed a guy. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> killed a guy.
2: She blew a guy away. Out of <laughs> and then the next scene, she's just like, I'm so attracted to you, right? i to kiss you. <laughs> and you're going to like it. Now you're going to like it. Now, honestly, you kn- I think we should talk about what it just happened <laughs> tonight. Like, you, like you taking a li- I've taken many lives, but you just took your first, and you d- you're feeling nothing right you're now? You're
3: kind of going through a traumatic you, experience you wanna, right now.
2: You want to like, sexual me right now? That's kind of alarming, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: it. You're right though, man. Like the Magi, the Magi literally either, they could have just come in and just been like, hold up. We come in peace. This yep. is very important. And they could have told the story and been like, it's real. Or when they (laughs) did leave, they literally, they could have let him blow it up. If that's what you're going for. Like they could have literally just let him blow it up. They come in
2: with a sword in one hand and a gun on the other. Like
1: what's up motherfuckers. (laughs) Yes. But, but then they're like, Hey, we're going to turn our backs and we're actually going to trust you. And we're just going to ride like 10 miles away and just assume we're going to go back to our cliff. We're going to assume you're going to get out of here in one full day. Even looking around,
3: knowing how far you've made it into the tombs and stuff, (laughs) you guys got a whole day. (laughs) Okay. It's true. For for running security for the desert, they're not doing too well in the old Humminatra site. No. You know? And, and so I like to think that, yeah, instead of them like riding in and like just like stampeding through the place, they could have just very simply, Ardith just could have come in and be like, I have to tell you a story. And then just reiterates the entire <laughs> first story of the entire movie. <laughs> and then it's they're like, like, oh shit, it's real. Then like, and then Imhotep, they perform the die, And then she's like, oh, I know about the die, And it's just like, He's like, that is really bad. It's just like, you could have just done this and just reiterate the whole story initially. And we could have no. skipped the whole intro with that weird narration that Movie's didn't over. make any sense. Yeah. Because
1: there was a narrator <laughs> that we don't know who it was. And I don't like the narration now, but I get why they had it. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, here, just pick the weirdest possible accent you can. And then they'll know you're from the old times.
3: Oh, that's the thing. It was that guy. <laughs>
2: Yeah. That was Ardeth. That was this. It was. But it wasn't. It,
3: though. I, th- I think it was. No way. It, it was. was his narration at the beginning. Is H- that's him? Hundred percent. No oh, yeah. way. That, Absolutely. That was definitely uh, Oded F- Oded Fair. Is yeah. his name? Uh, also, g- great presence in uh, Deuce Bigelow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that was Dude, definitely yeah. his voice, man. <laughs> uh, they 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 were, they were uh, supposed to while he's
2: looking this up they were supposed God to have, damn they're supposed to have <laughs> tattoos head to toe yeah but uh, the director Stephen Sam or Summers uh, wh- thought he was too cute so he like he was an attractive man yeah. he's
3: way too hot for this yeah.
2: he's he's the he's the Egyptian um, Tom Cruise uh, long hair guy um,
3: Mel Gibson keep going
1: Brendan <laughs> Brendan,
0: Brendan Fraser Brendan Fraser <laughs> yeah.
1: Holy
2: short! God damn it. Just move on.
1: Scene four. Fuck. In, in Cairo, more plagues have started. O'Connell locks Evelyn in a room to keep her safe from Emotep, ordering the remaining two Americans to stand guard while he and Jonathan leave to warn Dr. Chamberlain. Emotep kills Chamberlain and then tries to kiss Evelyn. They scare him away by threatening him with a cat. Okay. The group goes to the museum <laughs> to see Dr. Bay may have some answers. They hypo- hypothesize that if the Black Book of Dead brought back Emotep to life, the gold book of Amun-Ra can kill him. At that moment, a large group of natives under Imhotep's spell surround the museum. Emotep is able to capture Evelyn.
3: So we didn't even get to the point where they've now brought him back. He's here. I mean, he's here at this point. And it's like, right. Well into it. By the way, probably one of the worst plagues in my mind um, is, in fact, that first one. All those bugs. I'm locus, not a fan of that. Yeah, yeah those locusts. Like,
1: yeah, ugh. ugh. No, that's gross. My worst plague is probably everything turns to, like my cedar ridge turns to blood. Yeah, Turns to blood because the first thing bad. I'm going to do is if I find out that the world is ending because of a three thousand year old curse. Yeah. like I'm going to the bar, I'm and then say, all of a sudden my glass is turned into blood. That's true. I'd be pissed. True. I'm like I,
2: I can't be drunk for this. My bullshit. worst plague is like people with boils all over the face just singing impotent the whole way through <laughs> the streets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sean Pryor. Yeah, I just. Oh, yo, could you imagine? Oh.
2: Imo-tep. 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 That's that's my nightmare.
1: How did he get the zombie slaves? Like, was that part of the plague, or were these people? Is this insinuating that these people are like here to serve? They're like, oh
2: shit, it's it's Imhotep. We knew all about this. Like, we got to serve him. I think he. I think he's like that's part of the plague. Yeah, okay. I, I think he like possessed them somehow and turned them into quote unquote like white zombie zombies, right, and I do like that about this um movies that they they brought they brought back like those kinds of movies that were like the the zombies back in the black and white days were just like kind of like walking and singing something or saying something to somebody right uh and then like when they attacked they just kind of went Ugh. Ugh, yeah you know uh, so i like I like that they kind of brought that back and it's kind of fun, but they are scary once they are they are legion, you know. I yeah. mean
3: the problem I have with it is that I feel like they're they don't really do much to you. They are carrying like swords and knives and stuff, but at the same time it just seems like all they do is smother you. And it's just like they just kind of overwhelm you and then they sit on you. And then they <laughs> and that's <then> it. <laughs> and you're like, "All right, I think ah. he's he's incapacitated. Let's move on." Yep. Move I, right, right. <laughs> 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 I always felt bad for Glass's guy. Oh, dude, yeah, dude, Glasses McGonigle—he yeah. he definitely got a bad rap in this.
2: It, it just like I like the way they shoot it though. It's like kind of uh, out of focus and everything like that. But yeah. then like they close in on his eyes and he's like looking looking back. It's it's really well shot. But I always felt bad for that guy. It's like you know um, Daphne. Is Daphne.
3: it Daphne? Uh, uh, no, you're thinking Velma. Velma, it's a, it's a real yeah. Velma moment. It exactly. is a Velma moment. Except, except, there's no, there's no cute angle you can take on this one. It's unfortunately <laughs> yeah. he just, he just gets destroyed. Well, He's not wearing
2: the, a mini skirt or
3: anything. No,
1: and he survives. So clearly, he like, he survives having his eyes and tongue taken out, and then he t- rides a camel into Cairo, yep. which yep. takes yep. days. Yep. In that kind of pain, and then like gets um. like into the hospital, which then they come and take him and take him to this meeting that he thinks maybe he's going to get better at yep. and there's going to be some cool doctor at. Right. And it turns out, no, it's just, it's just Emotep here, to, here to take the rest of you. Yeah, yeah.
3: How'd they get that meeting? You know what I mean? It's just like, it's like, hey, uh, Hey, uh, hey, glasses. Uh we need uh we, they call them glasses. I don't know. It's hey just, McGonagall. Hey McGonagall, uh you we there's a guy who wants to meet you, and it's like, oh, I don't know how to go far <laughs> I <high> scot. <sky." laughs> <And>, yeah. <laughs> Strangely still making sounds Yeah, with the tongue. Just, yeah. yeah. And he's still he's still making it through. He's still fumbling through. Well, I don't know what he wants from me. And <laughs> and then he comes comes and meets him. And like, why? Why is he meeting with him in his room? Like I just, and don't, he knows I just don't that guy's it. voice. He knows yeah. Benny's voice. Yeah, he knows Benny's a piece of shit. Anyways, yeah. I mean, if, if Benny's not not the most punchable face, then he is the biggest piece of shit. Yes, I think.
2: Is. Well, um, so maybe Benny was like, "Hey, come up to this room. There's someone who wants to suck you dry."
3: <laughs> He's like, "No, he doesn't care about. Th- I, sh- I mean, she doesn't care about anything that <laughs> that you've already been through." <laughs> She wants to suck you dry, and I mean literally, my boy. And then boy? he literally does get yeah. sucked uh, dry. I hate that. <clears throat> Dude, I don't like, like that, that one at all. I did read something fun or something interesting because there's this whole kind of debate on like uh, as he's going through this and he the the mummy sees Evelyn right and and says an nux on the moon over mm-hmm. there, and he's going through. And I read something cool, and I don't know if it's really there or not, but. The mummy took this guy's tongue and his eyes, and he can't see because he doesn't have glasses since he took his eyes oh. that are bad mm. he can't tell the difference between Evelyn and Nux in the moon. Oh, okay. So that was a fun interesting little tidbit I read and I don't know if it holds smoke or anything because I think he's just trying to find somebody to sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time it's like it's he like thought
1: it was her. He like said her name. Yeah, yeah.
3: He, he's like going after her like it's her. You know what I mean? So, I didn't know if that was real or if yeah. you guys had heard anything and similar. No,
1: that's cool. No, and supposedly when he first gets the eyes and he's back in the in the tomb, right. he like kind of squints. Yeah, he's like Mm. squinting and stuff. He's like, what the hell is going on? Oh, my gosh. He's like, What's your prescription, (laughs) dickhead?
3: Jesus. (laughs) That's a cool thing. (laughs) You you better have those, like, reduced thickness lenses. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. What, do you have a jitterbug for a phone? Good Lord. (laughs) Good Lord. Uh, were, Were you guys, like, with the whole cat thing? Were you like, huh? The keepers of the underworld. It was a very yeah. like glossed over thing. And I knew like, they were. I knew
2: fucking cats were holding a goddamn secret. I can tell you that, dude. <laughs> dude well, I, keepers I just of like the it. underworld. They always knew something. <laughs>
3: I just like it. it's just like, oh, well, why is he freaked out by cats? Well, cats are the keepers of the underworld. It's like, oh, okay. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's not take cats with us. Yeah. Exactly, oh, man. Let's just let's just literally like put them on our backpacks. Like get all the cats you can.
2: Yeah. Why bring <laughs> them to rescue Evelyn? <laughs> why did the
1: magi? Not not just surround like ho- make it a homeless cat shelter <laughs> why weren't they yeah. out at the tomb why
3: were there ri-
2: cats everywhere why weren't they riding cats they <laughs> were
3: <laughs> 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 it's just like it's like a like it's a moving rug or something of just cats that they're
2: like I'm sure riding any, on just like Ooh. you know what even more more badass if they're riding tigers you know I'm sure oh. any cat
3: will do I, yeah that's a good point like if any cat will do why not get the badass like just, just badass tigers. most cool yeah. freaking cat you can find just just go get lions yeah and just throw them down into the tomb yeah
2: it's fine surround the city with cats. feed them. And just do that, and like that. And you, no one would want to go anyway, because like, so, be like, "Excuse me, sorry, sorry. And,
3: and all, all <laughs> hey, the, excuse me." All the magi would have to do is just go feed them a steak every now and again, like Tom and Jerry cartoons. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, just <laughs> go, go. What? No gravy? And then it's just you know, <laughs> but you're feeding them steaks. It's okay. I think it's fine.
1: Oh man! Well, anything else in this scene? Because we've got. Uh, I mean, basically, Emotep. Tricks him and takes uh, takes Evelyn and then's like fuck kill everybody and then he's got that punchable face that I want to punch.
2: The one one last thing is like when they show the being sucked alive uh, Mm. on the silhouette scariest scene in the entire movie. Yeah, they they freaked me out so much.
1: They do a good job of not showing the things they don't need to show. Yeah. Of keeping that PG thirteen, yeah. but but it's almost like had they shown it in person, you'd be like, mm. they show the aftermath, like, yeah. for a
2: split second.
1: I'm, that's way, I'm way
2: into that, yeah. But the the sound freaked Ugh. me out, like yeah. the way he's like screaming and like Wah! like like he was getting his life yeah. sucked out of him. It was so freaky, dude.
3: It I, I still think, is. I think another big part of that is that this is probably the most like able bodied kill. At this point. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, Where it's like, this guy's like a gunslinger. He's like, he's just waiting on his bourbon. He's just waiting on his Cedar Ridge. Yeah. Come, come through All the door for wants. him. All he wants. And just a bourbon wants. chaser. And then a bourbon chaser. I'll get you <laughs> goddamn bourbon. And he's, so he's just waiting on his drinks. These guys a, like rough and tumble. He drinks bourbon and shoots guns. And he just gets smoked by this dude. Yeah. And that might be the scariest part of it, is like, he has We're he's unstoppable. Yeah. Like like Terminator style, like you can't do anything. Yeah. Nothing's going to stop him. So I think that makes it the scariest kill of the whole movie. Yeah. I
1: agree. Well, let's let go final scene here. So Rick Jonathan and Death enlist the help of Winston Haylock to fly them over the Hamanoptra, but are taken down by Imhotep. They quickly get into a battle with Imhotep's resurrected mummy priests where they find the book of Amun-Ra. Imhotep has resurrected the mummified remains of Anaxumon, Anaxanamun? Anaxanamun. Yeah, I got it. You got it. preparing to sacrifice Evelyn when Rick and Jonathan interfere. The counter curse works and Emotep's immortal soul is taken from him and he becomes mortal. Rick fatally stabs him. As Hamanoptera begins to collapse in the sand, everyone escapes except Benny. <laughs> nice.
2: Ooh, Benny. <laughs> I like uh, the plane guy, the Colonel? When they, Winston, current Winston, when they, when they first meet him, he's fucking hammered and walking through the, <laughs> <laughs> the fountain or whatever. Yeah. Say, <laughs> like, somebody, is right there. Somebody spilled <laughs> a drink right here. What's going on? And then he walks through it again when he sees O'Connell. The Royal <laughs> Air Force. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I Love that. It's kind of a. He doesn't really necessarily serve a
1: purpose in this movie, yeah. but it's uh, basically just a vehicle to show off some amazing special effects, yeah, and then also to get them to Hamanoptera. Mm-hmm. Like, that's his get them there quickly. This is yeah. actually, yeah, I mean,
2: also his last movie that he ever did. Yeah, he's he, not. And he, he dies He di- died, and died like, right after this. And like they give him a salute in the movie it's and everything. Kind of cool. It's kind of cool.
3: It's pretty. Uh, yeah, that's really. cool Is
2: there sand, quicksand, like everywhere? No, only where planes crash. Okay, oh, okay. okay, and yeah. like big plane enough, pits. big enough for a plane. Yeah,
3: G- generally, it's kind of like the Bermuda <clears throat> Triangle, but desert. No,
2: no. That's what yeah, that's
3: yeah. And and what's interesting is with those old biplanes.
1: Like I read up all on this is that. The pilot is is gonna die, but people that are holding on to the wings, yeah, uh-huh. they're fine. They're, oh, okay, that's the safest place to be on those all the biwings. They yeah, made to sure. hang on the wings. You're gotcha. gonna be fine. So why are sense.
2: we passengers in like a F fifty seven?
1: Yeah, or? yeah, you know, it's they're different because we those wow. are fixed single wings.
3: These were those biwings with yep, the propellers. Yep. Gotcha, yeah, totally gotcha, different. Yep, gotcha, it's that's, something about aerodynamics and. Yep. Yeah, right, brothers. For what sure. I think yeah. it's because the the sun you're not you're getting shade from the yep. sun. Yeah, that's exactly. Such, it. You're not yeah, you that's don't right. have to
2: wear the scarf that Correct. flies behind
3: you. That's right. You yeah, it's in the called a propeller. Yeah.
2: yeah, I know it's really <laughs> <laughs> We know about this classic um, tropes. <laughs> just just like we know that bullets can kill sand. <laughs> Dude,
1: dude, (laughs) that reminded me of, like, when the hurricane was going to hit Florida and (laughs) people were talking about shooting guns into the hurricane. (laughs) Do you remember that? (laughs) There was, like, a Florida guy that they interviewed that's like, we got our guns. We're just going to shoot it into the hurricane. (laughs) (laughs) I swear that's a real thing. That's that's what I thought of when he's shooting sand. Like,
2: anywhere you see Rick, he is near a gun. I kind of like that about his character, but it's kind of funny, too, where he's, like, he's the one manning the machine gun. The gun is his solution, He's like, I don't know. Oh, I'll just fucking shoot it.
3: But like he sh- he shoots
2: the fucking mirror or whatever. <laughs> that's it's just right. Perfectly everything yeah, perfect. is <laughs> no big deal.
3: Guns are solutions to Rick O'Connell. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. They <laughs> <You> really are. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. I think it's the best part of it. And but the the funniest thing was thinking about because I, I caught a very small glimpse of uh, the mummy uh, impotent uh, in the background of this right well where they're like kind of on looking and you only you see this shot in the background and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> and I imagine him like doing this the whole time just like <laughs> okay now I want to put my
2: face in the <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, like a- <laughs> Like, like, one of those things, like the the needles or whatever you put your hand on, and it makes like the <laughs> formation of your hand. <laughs> just doing that, it's like that's what it feels
3: like to him. He's like, God, oh, this is great. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's but just he's just out almost there. Almost got. You. He's just out there motorboat in a sandstorm, and just <laughs> just in inside of this thing. And then it all it takes is a kiss. It takes a distraction, yeah. and that's why I think it's so silly. Is because he's just standing over there looking like he's in some sort of like oh and this is what happened. Just yeah. a kiss. Just takes a kiss. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That break me out of it. Yeah, <laughs> actually, he's pretty pretty right. But I don't.
1: Uh, that's what. That's the only thing I hate about these type of movies. Like you even brought up Terminator. This guy is literally yeah. unstoppable and unkillable, and can just steal your soul like this. Why are we still going through this? Like he can travel by sandstorm, but he yet he chooses to walk. He can literally just go right up to Rick and be like, "You're fucking dead." Yeah, and just be like. <laughs> You're dead. Oh, every, everyone in the room, you're dead.
0: Yeah. True.
3: But we, he doesn't fucking do it. I don't understand how that shit happens. Yeah. There's, there's like this weird, they, there's not great explanation of it. And, and all I could gather is like, again, it's fast dialogue. You have to kind of pay attention because there's just these little points where they make mention of it. Again, um, where they're saying, well, until he is uh, fully resurrected, you know then yes. then then the cats don't scare him uh, or like until he'll he's, have full power yeah he'll have his full power but then it's like if he yeah like there's no like where's the magic come from and when does Why, it stop when does and it when does it work does it and when does it not work exactly there's no great explanation for it and that's kind of the most frustrating thing of it all
2: i like rick's battle with the resurrected goldman group uh, the Goldman
3: Sachs Golden- <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, impotent priests. Um, Goldman impotent Um Goldman like this is what's Sacks. great about like this is what I remember from watching like the behind the scenes when when I first got the DVD and I was like just got, like blown blown away by like he choreographed everything, like choreographed every like sword hit and everything like that. He was just fighting nothing. Like Ugh. there was nothing there. It was just, and they just added everything in. But they really knew where it needed to be and where yeah. to stop everything. It's fucking insane, like that. The amount of choreography and and rehearsing and um, d- just and adding the CGI is just kind of fucking amazing. And uh, I think it was like literally one of the things that like got me into filmmaking. Was like, how the hell are they doing that? Like, why? Well, you had to think about it. When I was a kid, I thought movies were just like like Star Wars. I thought it was just like real. were just, like, yeah, they filmed it in space. They went in space. Yeah, and then like. Seeing like a, like or a simple shot of like if there was a camera a shot behind you or something like that and then the, like a reverse shot of AJ but then I know that I, there's there's no way a camera can fit over there. They just take out that wall. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, I'm, I was like, I, how the fuck? And so watching the behind the f- scenes of this, I'm just like, holy shit, I can't even.
1: And there's some very well thought out moments. Uh, you know, in the very beginning when there he's trying to resurrect uh the Moon. Mm -hmm. And all of his priests are around him, and that water form comes up and comes over her. The same thing happens again at Mm -hmm. the end when he's trying to do it again, but now all of the priests are like skeleton mummies in the exact same positions. Yeah. And like it's the same shot, but now it's different. Yeah. Like you don't have to put that much thought into this, but I'm glad that he did. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome.
3: Yeah. The callback is important now at this point. It seems like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like down in this crypt and where he's taking. Her to be uh, sacrificed to do and the stuff, same and thing again. do the same thing again. But it's things are different now, <laughs> correct? <laughs> but it's a little bit different. <laughs> I do, I do like impotent as like a, a villain.
2: Um. Even though like he kind of like sparses his powers out where he needs to and doesn't do it in other places, like you were saying, I do because his motivation is like there. I like his motivation. It's it's like he wants to bring his love back. You know, uh, I get that, and he was wronged. You know, he he Completely. they fucked with him, and like he's like I'm gonna fuck with you back if I come back, and now he's back. So I like his motivation a lot, and it it makes sense for me, and it works for me. Yeah. The
3: problem here is that he just wants he just wants to get his you know his thang back, so they can go and do... So he can't be impotent anymore. Yeah, so he can go prove he's not impotent Yeah, and that he's, in fact, emo-tep, okay? (laughs) And it makes sense why he's emo-tep, because he's really sad about his girlfriend. (laughs) He wears a lot of guy and that's fine. That's fine. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. I'm not judging at all, okay? You know, it's coming back. It's cool. Uh, I hate it. but, (laughs) But... Like, again, we're just talking about, like, the most true and honest love story about a guy who can bring back his love and the love of his life. I mean, that's all he's trying to do. That's all he's trying to do. And you guys are just trying to stop him. Uh, What are they? So tell me this. Tell me this. I know that Evelyn's kind of caught in the crossfire here, okay? What's so bad (laughs) if he brings her back?
1: Then... The whole world dies. I don't know why. I think it's. I think
2: they're just. What's become, the repercussion? Love is too strong. Once the people are together, it becomes even stronger. All now they're together and they can force their love. She's by a bad bitch. Tidal way. Like, she's, like, she's a bad. She's like. Phew. Yeah, punchable but badass. She's a bad
3: bitch. She's, my best, she was, she's uh, my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. What's the repercussion here? All the all this guy wants is to just like have his boo back. And then they go off into the sunset and they Uh, like he wants revenge on the dude, he just
1: spent three thousand years being eaten alive by scarabs. Mm. Like Mm. he wants he wants to see the world burn. All right. I he guess. didn't used to want to see that. I guess he used to just want to be on, be on with his boo, dude. He just wanted that V. But then they had to go ahead and do this curse on him. Now he's like, "Fuck that."
3: That's just. I just don't know. Understand. I don't understand where the repercussions are, <laughs> other than like maybe a couple of plagues. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's it. You know.
1: <laughs> and right. it's only going to happen over there. Yeah, it's, it's gonna not going to happen that. over not here. Not
3: going over here. I mean, that, we can just you know forget about it. <laughs>
1: i'm done okay <laughs> yeah i think i'm probably done
2: too I, I i like how they wrap it up with the final goodbye with benny yep i like how he's goodbye, benny. Yeah, he tries to save him he tries it's to say terrifying yeah it's very terrifying i think and there's no music i you know i guys uh, I, I you know i love that in movies where just kind of like lets you feel what you what you're gonna feel that's um that's he's, almost
3: as bad as like the emotep thing. Like yeah. he's closed it's off pretend- and the light goes out. The light yeah. goes yeah. out. Come on. And he is surrounded. And surrounded
2: just, by like, treasure, which he was like always, what he always gunning for. So he's in the room where he wanted to be, but now the scarabs get him. He
3: got greedy, man. He I had a whole it. sack of treasure. Yep. He could have rode off into the sunset before anything, but he yep. got greedy. He went back for more. I
1: yep. loved it. Loved it. <sniffs> and I loved that this. was kind of cool. There was a the call the not a total loss callback at the end there. Yeah. Said that line twice. Not a total uh, loss. Not a though. total loss. And mm-hmm. then
2: turns out he does have the gold in his... He's got the gold in his little cable. Yeah. You don't really know. Bing. And then you get to the sequel, and then you fucking wreck it with when they have a kid, and the kid's the worst kid in the entire world of movies ever made. <laughs> uh, he's the reason why I hate uh, kids in movies. Like,
1: literally, straight up, Okay, listen. the reason why I hate okay, kids Okay, listen, Sean, before we end this, uh, you have one choice for a kid actor. This kid in Mummy, in the second Mummy, or Charlie from Santa Claus?
0: <sighs>
1: mm. uh, you can only pick one to be in every movie for the rest of the of your life, but the other kid, you'll never see him again. Charlie from
2: Santa Claus. Oh, oh! I hate him! Like I hate this that that kid in Mommy Returns as much as you hate Charlie.
1: <sighs> okay, wow. well that's it.
3: Anything else before we wrap this up? <laughs> no, that's um, a perfect ending. My the the last thing. Damn it! To re- no, <laughs> shut up, guys. The last thing to end this up. End this up. The, finish this up is the most simple spell out of this massive gold book is what makes this guy mortal again. Veritus, Veritus. And that's it. And he's done. And then he's just taken back <laughs> to the underworld.
2: And he dies in a very symbolic way that. Uh, an yeah. ox in a moon die yep. and stabbed in the stomach.
3: It just, it doesn't make any sense to me. It was like the most simple thing ever that just ended this guy. Yeah,
2: it was like on the so, cover of the book. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, it, it was It was like, it opened up like one page and it's like, oh good. Oh, cool. Oh, I just have to read the the pre, pre, prequel. Pre, and- pre, pre, prequel. Yeah, <laughs> that's all i got
1: all right so that is it so we have stripped away all of the nostalgia it's time for a modern day rating aj you're gonna start us off what
3: are your thoughts on this movie and your modern day rating i've been thinking about this uh as we've been talking the whole time and for me um i actually still had a lot of fun watching this movie i think it's the same idea that i had with batman i had a I when I started this movie up I had to have some popcorn with it this is another popcorn movie to me obviously the the special effects don't hold up like some other movies of the time I'm okay with that I'm I'm past that I still enjoy the story I love Brendan Frazier he's an American treasure and you'll never change my mind on that and um, the other the other cast is great too I know the story has its plot holes and stuff I'm still bought in and it's a great movie to have on in the background or in even just having some friends over and enjoying a good movie, right? Um, That being said... It's not as good as like when I remember it. I was a 7.9 continuing, right? Yeah, yeah. And so now I would have to say I'm um, just in the opposite of the sevens, a 7.1 continuing.
1: Nice. 7.1. Seaner, what about you, buddy? Hey, um, I was like a
2: six something, maybe five. Six or straight up. Um, I, I think this movie's completely entertaining. Like AJ said, I think it's extremely well made. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. the, the CGI effects maybe don't hold up as much, but like, yeah, I can get around that. It doesn't matter. They were revolutionary at the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Steven Somers directs a fucking hell of a movie. Uh, the cast is amazing. Brendan Frazier and Rachel Weiss have great chemistry together. It's exciting. It never fucking lets up at, uh, no. one bit at all. Uh, and it keeps you excited and it's horrifying and funny and it's got, it's got it all. I'm 7.8, 7.8 mm. for Shauner. Uh, for me, yeah, dude, I like. I
1: actually loved the graphics and the effects. I thought, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was super cool. The story was great. I loved. It, it took me from hating the oh, it's going to be a funny comedy and Brendan <laughs> Fraser to like he to me thinking he was perfect for this role, and I loved him in it. And I loved the the. It was like Indiana Jones, you know, like mm. uh, Temple of Doom kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah, Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark, but ultimately, I would rather watch. Raiders of the Lost Ark than mm. this. Sure. Okay. Uh just because I just I, I it's more believable to me than this. Like, oh wow, the mummy comes back to life. Like yeah. I I I can believe other versions of this story, and this one's okay. But but ultimately, like it is a really good movie. And I'm gonna say it's uh I'm gonna say it's six point two for me. Okay. And our executive producer, Josh Miller, here's what he had to say about it. Critical eye. It's still great. I enjoyed it almost as much as I originally did. The acting in general is above average. The story, although formulaic, doesn't drag on. 23 years older, some of the jokes lost their staying power, some are timeless. I liked how they used a real Pharaoh, SETI, and made up the rest of the story. Clearly, they had to. After all, the premise isn't real. Or at least I hope that that we haven't figured out how to do this. (laughs) One of the bigger things for this movie, the special effects have held up very well. The movie used a perfect mixture of CGI, practical effects, and set design. Of course, there were some effects that haven't held up well. Maybe I missed them originally because of the great ones. This is only two years removed from Independence Day. If you watch the CGI from that movie, woof. Not good to today's standards, and hard to believe it was good then. Yet we thought those were amazing at the time. There was one glaring bad effect Effect at the end when the horse and carriage were coming down the steps to collect Emotap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. That looks like it was from 1984's Ghostbusters. <laughs> Overall, though, this movie has aged well. Hard to believe it's 23 years old. It's harder to believe the movie is older now than what than I was when I saw it. Mm. The movies after this one weren't awful. The CGI Scorpion King might have some of the worst CGI I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yep. but they, like many other sequels, fall short of the original. The original Mummy will remain high on my rewatch list today. It's a solid 7.2. Nice. So my a man came down a 0.1 on his. So our group with our executive producer, Josh Miller, we are a 7.07, which takes us to the most important rating of all the movies we've done. 7.07 is right above the great outdoors and right below Fast and the Furious.
2: <laughs> fast and the Furious but and below the Below
1: Fast? For below Fast. <laughs> we're, we're saying... We're saying Fast and the Damn Furious it. is slightly better than the Mummy. <laughs> Damn it!
2: And I'm, uh, and I'm fine with that. You, you could, you could, you could ask me like on one day if I want to watch the Mummy or Fast <laughs> and Furious, and I'd pick one or the other. But and the, so there the we next go. Next day, I'd feel the opposite. I think and there so. we go. And yeah. that is
1: what they're so close that yeah. that's what matters. Yeah. Well. yeah. Okay. So thanks, Josh. We appreciate it. We got room for one more. If you want to join Josh, you get to once a month be a producer on the show. And then once every three months you get to literally single handedly pick a movie Come for on. us. Yep. So Josh has made his choice and oh, you're yeah. going to love it when we get there. I'm not All even going right. to spoil it for All you. Right. Do it. Uh, so yeah, thanks for enjoying the episode. Thanks for being here. Tune in next Wednesday for another great episode. We're heading to South Boston oh, yeah. to talk about Coming up saints. to Boston. It's going to be awesome. All saints yeah. day, right? Yes, yeah. bro. I, <laughs> I feel like we just Jesus. had this conversation. <laughs> After weird, that, huh? we're, we're going to drop a bonus episode with a review of the new Batman movie. You bet. We're going right. to spoil the shit out of it. Yep. So yeah, watch it. Try to get out and see it. We're going to try and avoid spoilers before we watch it. <laughs> yes, we are. Totally. And if you're new to the podcast, go back to this time last year to check out our review of Over the Top. This time last year, that was the first hint of tics- toxic success we had. Come on, you when guys. I was at, when I was asking the question about, like, why is everybody looking at him when he pulls up? Yes. And I said something wrong. I can't remember what I said. You
2: stumbled over a word. I stumbled on a word, and they,
1: they just went nuts on me and <laughs> annihilated
3: me for saying it. Mike's got his oh, I said, backwards. I said
1: too. the military. The
3: military. <laughs> the military. I mean, the military. What, are you getting milk or something? What, are you stupid? <laughs> it's,
1: it, that's a really fun episode go back and check it out
3: (laughs) all right thanks for listening guys please stay in touch with us by following on all of our social media platforms at confused breakfast on instagram facebook and tiktok and confused be fast on twitter make sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice right now also, we have merch. You know you want to rep the Confused Breakfast in public. Mugs,
2: stickers, shirts, all kinds of goodies. Go to confusedbreakfast.com for a direct link. And don't
1: forget about our voicemail number, 319-804-9596. 96. Links to everything you could ever need from us are in the show notes or at confusedbreakfast.com. This includes a way to follow all of us individually in our personal projects that we want you to check out. Mission of the day, tell your friends about us. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.